Be afraid. Be very afraid. members. I'm Kate. And I'm Mariana. And welcome to another transformative meeting of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. Oh my god! We are a podcast. We're an internet community. We talk about horror movies. We talk about spoopy things. And today we're talking about one of the most famous horror movies of all time that I'm embarrassed to say I've never seen before. I've never seen it either. But is this is this more famous than the original? Like what does the horror community feel about? (laughs) People don't like the original. I don't think anyone really cares about the original. So the original. All right. Let's just let's just go. Let's go to the beginning, shall we? Let's just very quickly. So the fly that we're watching today, the 1986 Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. Holy shit. What a cast. The fly. This came out in 86. It's based on a movie that is based on a short story. Yes. So and when I say based, I mean, spoiler Spoiler alert. I, I don't even think I need, honestly, I wish I hadn't given a spoiler alert. You should know this. The guy turns into a fly, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we all know this. We all know the pop culture, except for William, my boyfriend. He had no idea that what this movie was. He the is fuck? fully living under every single rock that exists, as usual. <laughs> I just feel like you can watch 10, not five minutes of this movie going in totally blind and just being yes. like, okay, we got a scientist. And the movie is called The Fly. What do you think is going to happen? I wonder what will happen. What's going to happen? I'll tell you this, guys. I had no fucking idea. This movie is banana. This movie is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I thought I was ready. I thought I was ready. You want to know why? Because I, I knew a little bit about the OG, the short story. That the, it, all, all it is is like there's a scientist and a fly flies in. Wrong place, wrong time. Now he's a fly. Yeah. And the movie that came after that was from the 50s and like that's really all that it was um this movie is so much more than that (laughs) you're like that's all that it was it was a movie in the 50s it was it looked i mean i read the plot i'm like that's it this this movie's got a plot this movie's got a fat plot (laughs) it's got stuff for you to look at it's bizarre it's we got maggot abortions like this is the wildest i was not expecting it I'll tell you this. I underestimated this movie grossly. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yes. I knew this movie would be your cup of tea, obviously. It checks every single Kate box. Yeah. We know that. The practical <laughs> effects in this movie are off the wall. Oh, my God. Off the chain. Yeah. Off the chain. One in a, one in Academy Award for Best Makeup. Yeah. I don't... I looked up what, what they were up against, and I was like, yeah, y'all didn't stand a fucking chance. Like, it was, uh. like, very regular movies, and then, like, the fly. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, does this even count as makeup? Let's be real. Like, yeah, true. Like, it's okay. We're. I promise you guys, you know me. If there's weird practical effects, if we're in the 80s, and especially if those practical effects are on Jeff Goldblum's yep. face, I'm going to talk about them a lot. So don't worry. <laughs> Ariana texted me and was like, yo, you got like the you're going to take care of the special effects. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, obvious. <laughs> Don't embarrass yourself. I'm over here full hyper focus, watching every video I can, learning about the the humans that did who, that made this insane masterpiece wow. happen. OK, OK. So I'm we're going to get there. I'm going to talk about the practical effects, the makeup, all the good, all the good stuff. Ooh, so good. 
after we talk about the movie because you kind of have to know the different phases you do of this movie to understand. Yeah, you have to know what happens and what we're talking about. Yeah, but as Ariana said, this movie is iconic. Like I said, Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum. Um, I didn't know this. Uh, I knew this movie was important for pop culture, but whenever Gina Davis says, be afraid, be very afraid, I was like... <gasps> I was like looking around. I'm like, that's where this is from. Oh, you yes, didn't know is. that. Did I you know knew that? that. I knew that no, this was from this. How did you know that? I don't know. I feel like it's it's just this is referenced so often, so often. I would have failed that trivia question. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I know. Honestly, it, it's embar- it's embarrassing. It's humbling. This whole movie watching experience. I was like, Kate, you really should have seen this. Yeah. Like, are you sure you didn't watch this when you were six? Because it looks like you would have. Yeah. If there wasn't so much graphic, not even graphic, just like constant sex, unexpected for this movie. Oh, I guess you're I probably right. I watched guess it younger. Yeah. What is, I guess this would be technically rated R, right? Is it rated R? E- oh, yeah. PG-13. For sure. I don't right? know. I don't know. I don't think they show boobs. I don't know. It was the 80s. Let me look it up. But I guess you can show boobs in a PG-13 movie in the 80s. It's rated R. It's rated R. Okay. But yeah, I, I, this movie has to be rated R. Like this is a, this is not for, not for kiddos. So, I you know, thanks so. dad for waiting on this one. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I'm surprised your dad didn't have you watch this, but I guess you're right. There's no like 80s movies that are like hyper-sexualized. Like a lot of the scenes are in this movie. Not, not to this degree that it's like you can't cut it out. And also it's kind of important for plot reasons. <laughs> right, right. But we'll get there. But yeah, this is a this is a very rated R movie for a very G rated concept in my brain. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. I wasn't ready. So, yeah. And also it was based on a short story, which I think is absolutely insane. Kate loves that, that. Like this short story. Yeah. I love that. Kate loves Like it. a short story from 1957 became this like monumental horror like pillar of horror movies. It's mm-hmm. like, and so the next time you guys, next time you're watching, you're, you're reading your, or I'm sorry, next time you're writing a short story when you're writing your creepy pasta, just think one day, Jeff Goldblum could be in this. <laughs> I think that's what they're all it thinking. It could happen. I think that's what they're all thinking when they're writing their creepy pasta. Motivation, motivation. <laughs> and don't worry about the content. He can do anything. He will do it with the same voice, but he can do whatever he needs he to. He will always play some sort of quirky nerdy scientist type, but it's fine. Just include one of those. It's fine. <laughs> we like it. Yeah. <laughs> Put an eccentric scientist. Maybe he's agoraphobic. Maybe he turns into a fly. I don't know. Eh, yeah. <laughs> Just throwing ideas out there. Maybe he likes dinosaurs. Who knows? Maybe he likes... <laughs> Dude, it's the same character. It's the same character. <laughs> shot for shot. We're, it, we're, it's, strong, it's, it's strong Jurassic Park energy, but we're yeah. here for it. Also, never thought I could be so unattracted to Jeff Goldblum. Didn't know that was possible. Oh, I was going to ask you, like, is he... Su- okay, okay. Let me back up. Yes. When First you of all, say he that, is hot. Yeah. Okay, up, okay, correct. okay. When, you, when you're talking about that, you mean like <laughs> at the end when he's becoming the fly? I mean... Not at the beginning. Because for me, I was like, is this... Is he supposed to be attractive at the beginning? So I didn't understand... At the beginning, I didn't understand how someone so physically attractive as Jeff Goldblum and so like... I'm so drawn to him. And then he, the way he talks, like, immediately in this movie, I'm like, yeah, is Gina Davis into it? Like, is she messing with him? But no, he's meant to be, like, just, like, this hot, isolated, like, eccentric scientist that, yeah. like, Gina Davis just, like, falls head over heels for. She really does. For no fucking reason. For absolutely as far as no reason. reason. He's smart. 
He's smart. I'll give him that. Not that smart, turns out. (laughs) Not that smart. Yeah. Maybe check your pod for a fly. Maybe don't do your experiments when you're drunk and feeling a little jealous. Jealous. Maybe we don't do that. Yeah. Maybe uh, stop getting baboons. Why are there baboons in this movie? A full, like, very expensive, very exotic baboons <laughs> that are just like unhoused that are just like jumping into jeff goldblum's arms super cute what the fuck? but let's test so the cute. pods on those before we do anything like any other kind of testing before we test it on you started with a baboon a steak before we test it on mice they went from a stocking to baboon first <laughs> yes. let's try it on this stocking now let's throw a huge carnivore in there let's just do that it's fine. In my flat. It's fine. It's fine. Stupid. It's great and we love it. <laughs> Kate, <laughs> it's loves insane. It. Kate loves and it. And there there was another baboon scene that got cut. Don't worry. I, oh my God. I have oh, so much really? to tell you guys. Oh my God. I'm excited. Oh, and it was it got cut because it was so violent. <laughs> oh my God. To like the baboon it's or just a baboon fuck with someone else? Um, I'll explain it at the end. Okay. Okay. So at the end, after we go through this movie, because boy, what a plot we have to get through. Wow. This is going to be a long episode. I have a lot to talk about too, Kate. So this is going to be a long <laughs> ass episode. I forgot you had practical effects. I forgot you're How obviously you possibly forget that going to fangirl about this the whole time. So yeah, you know it's going to be a long ass fucking episode. Ariana's like, we're not, I'm not going to make that meeting, am I? No, you're not, bitch. We got to talk about <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's rotting face skin, okay? And also the alternate ending that pissed yes. everybody off. Yes, I, um, yeah. you, I love that you know about it. And yeah. I love that you understand why it would piss everyone off. Um, obviously, I'm going to talk about the makeup. We'll get there. But first, let's just, you know what, guys, you distracted me. Stop getting me all excited. You're throwing practical effects at me. You're throwing Jeff Gold- Goldblum at me. It's, it's too much. So first... Club bulletins. Beep, 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 beep. Time for club bulletins. First of all, welcome back to all of our club members. We love you. Um, if this is your first time, welcome. Uh, you're automatically a club member. Gotcha. Uh, we're excited to have you here. Uh, there are no dues for this club. It is free. We just like all the horror weirdos who want to talk about the fly for three hours. Come, welcome. But if you do really like paying dues, like if that's like your thing. We do have a Patreon page where you can support us and support the club, uh, different rankings for different levels of support. And those are our club officers. Those are the ones who get to vote on the movie on our Patreon exclusive page. But enough about that. We got to talk about the fly. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) did you, do you know anything about, well, let's cause you're not like a eighties girly. I'm not an eighties fan. For a lot of reasons. Tends to bother you. Yes. (laughs) I feel like every part of 80s movies that Kate loves is like on her side of the Venn diagram and we don't have a lot in the middle of it. Um, (laughs) No. So I was still excited (laughs) to watch this movie, though, because I agree. It's a huge part of pop culture. Yes. And it had Gina Davis in it. And let me just say, Kate, I'm surprised that you're more into Jeff Goldblum in this movie than Gina Davis in this movie, because... Gina Davis oh, is no. fucking I, beautiful. Like, I keep forgetting. She's perfect. Every time I watch, like, something with Gina Davis from the 80s, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what is going on with your face? Like, the facial structure. Stunning. Like, the skin, the hair. It's a vibe. It's too I'm much. Here for it. The hair. I was mesmerized. Yes. By her, like, frizzy, curly, like, bob situation. Oh I was like, yes. I want to do that. I want my hair to look like that. <laughs> Kate, your hair kind of does look like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I don't have the face of Gina Davis. You know fair, what I mean? Fair, and fair. they were like, yeah, no one they were does. brushing out their curls back then. No one does. Don't no we wish? Does. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I show my plastic surgeon. And she keeps saying, no, nah, girl, <laughs> you don't, you can't afford it. <laughs> you can't afford this. It won't look good. I love Gina Davis. Um, there's one more cast member that I, it's, I, I'm bringing it up because it's about Gina Davis and she's so, and why she's so cute and perfect in every way. One more cast member that's worth mentioning. Uh, David Cronenberg, who is the director of this movie. Yes. We're going to talk a lot about him. Uh, little cameo. He's the gynecologist. Yeah. yeah, he has a little cameo. He's the gynecologist in a very, very critical scene. Um, but that was at Gina Davis's insistence because she oh didn't want God. a stranger like in between her legs for, for like the scene. <laughs> she was like, you. She's like, I will do the, all, what, what, all this horrific, horrifying, gross physically demanding role but i you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna draw the line here okay like that's creepy (laughs) (laughs) a strange actor that's creepy and that's just the cutest thing i've ever seen and i love that he did it and he crushed it and i love gina davis yeah period i just don't have a crush on her oh okay oddly okay it's it's envy more than anything gotcha yeah and mine is more like intrigue i'm just like i can't look away from your face it's just like too interesting beautiful yes and so is Jeff. Jeff Goldblum also has a very interesting face. He does. He he definitely does. His facial I will expressions. Say I am not attracted to Jeff Goldblum in this movie at all. At all. But I've never been. I've never been. He's never been like an attractive guy to me. I'm like, what is going on with Ooh. your What's going on with your voice, man? I don't know. It's just but not my cup wa- of tea. Uh, the voice is the best part. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, I I think you're in the minority there. Yeah, but probably. Maybe Whatever. it's just me. He's he's hot. I saw. Listen, I don't know anything about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was yesterday, but the only TikTok clip I've gotten is Jeff Goldblum being on like the, the camera. Oh, really? Being cute and like waving. Yeah, and he's like waving and dancing and being adorable. I'm like, yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh my god, not age appropriate for me, but if you know, <laughs> in a different lifetime, absolutely. What is he like? Probably in his like 60s now. Yeah, because I feel like Gina Davis sure. is in her 60s. Gina Davis was 30, yes. so she was your age, Kate. In this movie. Oh my God. Don't say things like that. I'm a year older, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You're old. You're old. <laughs> Isn't it weird that we're watching horror movies from the 80s and these actors that we know as older than us or younger than us? It's bizarre. I know. I know. That's it's why weird. I said it. I'm like, oh, it's like tripping out. I was like, how old is she? But she's got great skin. She's got significantly better skin Duh. than I do. And she's my than age either of in us. this movie. I know. Yeah, she's got like porcelain skin. Yeah, Jeff's skin, on the other hand. Looks good. It's not his fault. Looks great. <laughs> Looks so good. Bumpy, Ooh. hairy. Jeff goes through quite the transformation. And um, I didn't quite get it. Again, all I knew about this movie was a guy turns into a fly and it's Jeff Goldblum. That's all I knew. <laughs> and I was and I was like, oh, okay, interesting casting choice. Like, I still don't really get it. And like he and Gina Davis did not immediately have chemistry for me, which they're kind of not supposed to. But then like halfway in, I was like, oh, so this is brilliant casting. Got it. Wait, Kate, <laughs> I got it, got it. you know that they were boyfriend and girlfriend before the movie and they were married after the movie, right? <gasps> I didn't know that they were married. <laughs> I knew they were boyfriend, girlfriend. They got married. They got married. They ended up getting divorced like a few years later, but they were married after this. That's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> and she got the part because he recommended her. He was like, what about my girlfriend? And they were like, Okay, I guess. And then they tried her out. And, and then like, Gina Davis walks in. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, fuck yeah. Look at this bitch oh, and her okay. yes, lips correct. and her cheekbones. Everything. All of her. The yeah. whole Gina of it. 
<laughs> and she and he almost wasn't. What's his name? It's he says it a million times. What's his name? What's the character? Seth Brundle. Sorry, yes. Jeff Goldblum's name is Seth Brundle. That's important because we're going <laughs> to be saying fly. the word Brundle a lot. Yeah, you're going to need to know what Brundle is. It means Jeff Goldblum <laughs> in various stages of fly. But he wasn't immediately cast as Seth Brundle. Um, the producer wanted Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Obviously, I think Pierce Brosnan, I can see why he turned it down, but would have been cool. Well, I don't think they offered it to him. Because because the, the director was like no, but they did. They, a lot of people turned it down. <laughs> oh, the director said no for him. And this one I like. The director was like, "How about John Malkovich?" John Malkovich would have been amazing. Yeah, he said no, but yes, <laughs> no, but Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton though. Yes, they tried to get Michael Keaton. They tried to get Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. These really all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> would have really changed. The it would have really choices, changed but... the movie. Yeah, it would have been a completely different vibe for sure. Completely different. Yeah, and yeah, at the end of the day, the reason why it ended up being Jeff is he was like, I- I'll do the prosthetics. That's fine, and nobody He's else like, wanted to do I'll it. I'll suffer for eight hours in these heavy prosthetics that make me want to die. But also, he had just done Invasion of the Body Snatchers, so he was like. Hot off oh, the press with yeah. horror and remake yes. horror from yes. the 50s. You know, he pretty much just You're did right. a similar movie. So this this was a smart. It just like made sense. Yeah. I'm glad they got there. Glad they got there. Yeah. Same. Well, I haven't talked about um, David Cronenberg, who is a very big deal. And also like a name that I knew, but knew nothing about the director yeah. slash writer of The Fly of this movie. He is like the sci-fi body horror guy. Yes, yes. I was watching interviews prior to this and I was like, oh, so you're like really into this. I was like, that makes sense. Yes. He's very, so like older, like older stuff, like you can think like Shivers. Um, I haven't seen these two, but Scanners, Videodrome. But this guy's still at it. Um, Crimes of the Future. Yes. Came out in 2022. <laughs> With Viggo Mortensen. Crimes of the Future. Someone recommended that to us. And I did watch the trailer mm-hmm. and it looked epic. And I think I might have put it on a poll because I was like, this is intriguing. Very body horror. Very body horror. I love that he's doing this like as recently as like it just came out. And also yeah. that movie, like this guy is critically acclaimed. Like he's, you know, controversial because he, as you can imagine, being like a body horror dude, like gore is sort of part of that formula. Yeah. And he uses a lot of it. He's not afraid of it. And uh, but he's still like highly acclaimed. So like, like you said, um, Crimes of the Future, which got really popular, that won a special um, prize, I think. Or no, it, it just went to the um, film festival. It got a six minute standing ovation. That's what it was. Oh, shit. Wait, Crimes of the Future did? Yeah. <gasps> oh, fuck. We should cover that. It just it just competed at the Cannes Film Festival. Six minute standing ovation. <laughs> oh, my God. Still got it. Still got it. Holy shit. And then um. Similarly, in 96, he at the Cannes Film Festival, he won a special jury prize for Crash. Uh, and so the special jury prize, it's like they don't give that every single year. It's obviously a special one. It's at the request of the official jury who's like, this, 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 this one needs an award and this is why. And they're like, OK, Cronenberg needs an award for Crash. And it's because of, quote, for originality, for daring and for audacity. Oh, my God. That pretty much summarizes this movie. Yeah, it's audacious. Yeah. Audacious. Mm-hmm. This guy's this guy's nuts. And I'm so glad that I got to do a deep dive on him. And I feel more worldly for it. So I yeah. just wanted to share that with you. Love that he's still going at it. That's awesome. Kate, I'm so surprised you haven't seen this movie because when I was watching this, I, I know, was like, same. I feel like I'm watching like I feel like it has like the thing vibes. It does. Body yeah. horror. 80s. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of practical effects. Yeah. Yeah. So I have I have my love children for this movie. You want to hear them? Oh, yeah. Tell us. Tell us. Love children. The thing. Very much the thing. vibes. If you like the thing, you'll like this movie. If you're a millennial like me, I was watching this and I was like, I'm getting like black swan because she has fingernail moments. And yeah, she has like feathers moments. where she's like pulling feathers out when he's like pulling hairs out. Yeah. She's, oh, my God. She is transforming into a swan in Black Swan for some. Oh, that was moments. definitely influenced by this. Yeah. For sure. It had to have been. Yes. And then there's another movie that is actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's called Splice. Have you seen it? It's not a super huge horror movie. It's kind of like Mm-mm. horror sci-fi. It's from 2009. It has Adrian Brody in it. Um, it's not like a love that dude. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really cool. It's just like kind of like a mad scientist science experiment gone wrong. But it definitely reminded me of Splice too. So I got Splice, Black Swan, and the Thing. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought up the Thing because that's important. Because like at, you mentioned, Invasion Invasion of the Body Snatchers had just come out. This was a time in horror where tr- big transformations, yeah, were huge. Metamorphosis full-on metamorphosis. So like, I love that you mentioned the thing that was um, 82. American Werewolf came out in 1981. And so ever like in special effects world, it was like Rick Baker, Rick Baker, Rick Baker. Like everyone was just trying to emulate what Rick Baker was able to do on um, American Werewolf. And then because transformation movies were getting big in horror, werewolf movies were really big. Mm -hmm. And so um, in a lot of those movies used similar systems uh similar special effects systems because they're all kind of building off of each other right especially off the backs of these brilliant people like rick baker and uh they're all using very similar systems and this one does does not this the practical effects in this movie although yeah so um i don't want to talk about it yet because i feel like i'm gonna get distracted oh should i talk about it now i don't know no let's talk about it at the end because then you can reference specific parts that you've already talked about excellent okay you're totally right all right well all i'm going to say is like the practical effects in this movie themselves are simple effects, but there's a billion of them. Right. And they're all going on at the same time. Right. And puppeteering is like a huge oh, wow. part of it. Oh, Kate loves a puppet. A huge part of it. Huge. So um, like me watching this, like knowing the stuff that I knew from like Rick Baker and from the thing and things like that and knowing how they made that happen and watching this, I was just like, it's extremely impressive. And I was expecting it to be like, not like just like a, oh, you clearly got that from these movies, but it's its own fucking thing and it's very impressive. <laughs> so wow. I can't wait to talk about it. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Yay! I was watching this movie and then it got to a certain point where it was like peak practical effects and I felt mm-hmm. like I was watching almost like Fright Night, but like better. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like it definitely was like Fright Night level of like practical effects at a certain point i was like holy fuck i like i've never seen anything except for maybe the thing where i was like damn a lot of work went into this a lot of work and what's special about this movie is it's not like okay we're gonna do like you know set up set up a practical effects shot and like do it as many times as we need to to get the right shot the practical effects also has to act and look like jeff goldblum (laughs) and has to interact with gina davis yeah so much more complicated than a lot of other ones, but we'll talk about that. We'll get there. Stop trying to talk about practical effects, everyone. You're distracting me again. <laughs> Kate gets distracted. No, you distract me. It's not my fault. It's your fault. Ariana always wants to talk about it. It's fine. Well, this movie was also like 
commercially huge, like a very, very successful movie. Yes. Well, I went ahead. I, I adjusted everything for inflation. So Ooh. in 1986, the budget for this movie was somewhere between like nine to 15 million. And if you like look at the cast and if you look at um, the movie, that makes sense. <laughs> but for inflation, that's like 40 million dollars. So it's quite the investment on that. It made 60 million based off nine to, nine to five. So for inflation, that's like $160 million oh, at the box okay. office. So hugely successful movie, hugely influential. I feel very dumb for just now watching it, but I'm so glad I did. So glad it won. What what poll was it that it won? This, this won the second chance poll, but it was originally on the, like the Regina George poll, which was like, what have you been personally victimized by us not doing yet? Oh yeah, I get that. And I apologize, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that that one's on me. I'm not going to lie. That one's on this me. This is such a Kate movie. I am so surprised we haven't done it yet. I am so surprised <laughs> that Kate hasn't seen this movie. What a treat for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the next movie that we're going to do is Killing of a Sacred Deer, which is going to be like my <gasps> cup of tea. No. <laughs> it hasn't won yet, but it's like significantly ahead of everyone else. So, Oh, my gosh. Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. But people have been recommending Ooh. it for like months and months and months and it like always almost barely loses so all right that's a very different movie so if yeah. you guys are here for the 80s vibes soak them up while you can because yeah. it's gonna get dark next time <laughs> dark yes my shit dork well we're in my world now Ariana. we're on kate's <laughs> side of the venn diagram this we're week. over here <laughs> we're having fun we're having a good time over here <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and just tell them what happened? Yes, uh, I want to know, okay. Kate. Tell me a beautiful story. Let me spin you a tale. <laughs> we meet Seth Brundle, a.k.a. Jeff Goldblum. He's this clearly brilliant, clearly weird, eccentric, like, what kind of scientist is he? Teleportation. No, I'm I don't know. <laughs> he He's a teleportation scientist, you guys. <laughs> don't worry about it. And he meets Ronnie, a.k.a. Gina Davis, at this, like, science conference thing and because he's trying to get funding she's like a science reporter or something yeah yeah she, yeah she's a reporter for particle magazine which i'm like that's a great name oh and okay. she could not seem um, more disinterested in what this man has to say yeah so i'm shocked whenever it works that he's like you want to go back to my place and i can show you my science and she's like yeah that sounds fine gets in his car drives away with the strange man. She is a reporter, though. So she's like, no. OK, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Let, let me just like hop in this strange, this strange man. Yeah. Let's tell me just hop in his car at night <laughs> alone and go to his apartment, which is like, I don't know, in like this abandoned warehouse. What the fuck is going on with the apartment? His lab is like in a really sketchy place. <laughs> it's literally like an abandoned warehouse yeah. and uh he's like come on in and she's like sure sounds safe she's like all right and <laughs> all right it sounds good she's really into science guys i guess but <laughs> she's not charmed by him quite yet and he takes her upstairs and is like let me show you something i've never shown anyone this is my my baby my project and he has these two what he likes to call telepods how would you describe the telepods um, I don't know. They're maybe the size of, I guess they could fit probably like a human if they're squatting. I don't know. Shaped like those, uh, like an egg from Alien. Yeah. But yeah. Uh-huh. It could, but you, it could hold a Jeff Goldblum if he's squatting and it has like, like suicide door sort of situation and a lot of mist. Mist. If you open that door, you better expect some mist. All right. 
some smoke. Some smoke and some mist. And he's like, yep, this is my prototype telepod, but now I have these sexy new telepods. And let me do a demonstration. He gets her to take off her stocking. Again, I have no idea how this man is pulling this off, <laughs> but he is. Bro, he's like I know. successfully showing off his science and hitting on Gina motherfucking Davis. I don't understand. Good for him. You know, I will say when I was watching this, I didn't get the vibe that he was hitting on her. Like to me, he seemed like an earnest scientist who was just excited to show her something. Like that was the vibe. He'd never I shown got. anyone. Because then he goes, oh, like give me something that's like very specific to you. And she like goes, okay. And she gives him her stocking, like you said. And he's like almost like surprised. He's like, oh, okay. Like, is this... Because she's into it. She's- I know. Well, he's like not trying <laughs> slash he's not really. I mean, he mostly just seems excited about the science. Correct. He's not like smooth. Let right. me just be clear. He almost pukes in the car on the way there. Oh, and yeah. she has he's to drive motion because he has motion sickness. Yeah, I related to that. I'm like, yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. He's a dork. But he clearly was like, you want to get out of here? Can I show you my hey, pretty journalist who's into my project? <laughs> you want to go to my place? Yeah. Anyway, he did what you always do on a first date, and he um, teleports her stocking yes. to the other telepod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's bamboozled, <laughs> obviously, starts um, recording it with her, with her little recorder thing. Yeah. And uh, he's like, no, I wanted to show you, but you like can't tell anybody. Like It's top secret. Like I haven't gotten it all figured out yet. And she's like, well, not my fucking problem. I'm going to go to my boss, and he's going to think this is cool. She's like, you didn't say off the record, bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Oops. Oopsie doopsie. Yeah. Fooled ya. That's what she's a hot, smart journalist. And we love it. Yeah. Love that. Maybe don't show a science journalist your (laughs) new science and then be like, ooh, you can't publish it. Thought you were smart, bro. That's what I'm saying. He's not. He's smart, but not all the way smart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So she goes to her boss, her editor at the at Particle newspaper, Particle magazine, who also who sucks and who is also her ex-boyfriend. Yep. He's a skis. He's a, he's just a perv. He's a skeez. Yeah. He's just a skeezy dude. And he's like not impressed at all by this like honestly pitiful like two second recording that she managed to get in her pocket. Yeah. He's like that sounds he's like you're getting tricked. Like he's doing the old yeah like magician's teleportation trick. Like he was flirting with you. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. So you recorded a magician for two minutes. Got it. Cool. I sent you to the, I sent you to that uh, conference to get science, but cool, cool. Yeah. Also, this guy, the guy's name is, her boss's name is Stathis Borens. Yeah. What the fuck? Stathis? Stathis. I'm sorry. <laughs> no I, offense. Apologies to all my Stathises. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> he doesn't look like a Stathis. No. I don't know. I've what never to say. heard that name before. Stathis Borens. Anyway, that's Stathis. So she like goes back to him and like, he's like, wait, like, don't tell anybody. Also, I have something else to show you. He doesn't learn his lesson. And he he tells her that like living tissue, he can't send living tissue through. He can only send inanimate objects. So like his, his, it's not finished. Like this is going to change transportation as we know it. Like it's intended to move people. Right. And she's into it and starts making out with him. Is this the correct timeline? At what point does she randomly <laughs> get into this guy? <laughs> I think what happens is like she has this conversation with her boss and her boss is like, hmm, this sounds like bullshit. And then he shows up at her office and is like, listen, like, I'm just here. Oh, that's to right. like, tell you, like, you really can't publish this. And she's like, good news. My boss thinks that this is all a con anyway. But like, I'm determined <laughs> to show him that 
I'm mm-hmm. correct. And so let's make a deal where I'll record this and I'll, you know, document all of this with you. So they like kind of make a deal right. to do that. So they start like working together a little bit more closely. And she brings a, a video camera. Oh my God, it's yeah. so big. I love the tech in this oh movie. My I'm God. not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it, but it's delight. It's like it's every so time cringe, you cringe, but it's so fun. Every time you type, it's so fun. Every time you type on this like apparatus, it like makes fax machine noises. Yeah. Like I'm like, I love it. Yeah. We're teleporting, but we're also typing on a computer that's like the size of a room. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's great. We love it. And it talks back to us. The computer will talk back yeah. to us. It'll give us a little It's just like input. programming. It's very fun. Very fun. Yeah. It's voice activated. How very, very tech forward of them. Very high tech. Yes. My God. <laughs> but yeah, she agrees. They, they they like form like a partnership and like it gets more pro- progressively more flirtatious. Yes. Um. But then we have the this big moment where they're like, all right, we're going to try some meat. All right. We're going to throw some of the ugliest, grossest looking steaks I've ever seen. No, legitimately, they do the baboon before the snake. No, they did not. Yes, they did. What fucking idiots. No. Okay. Yeah. So also it's important to know that there is no Aya cook in 86, I guess. There is. It was started in 85. <gasps> you looked it up. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like, when was Aya cook fucking founded? This is bullshit. 85 year before this. I, cause I used to work, I used to do research with animals. So whenever we would nothing crazy, like I was just doing messing around with bull semen. It's not that exciting. But like we had to follow this like very specific set of rules. Here it is. The Institutional Animal Care and Use Committee, which is essentially saying like the, the point of it is so that you can't do what he does in this movie, which is just yeah. start with a primate with no real plan. Yeah, it's like <laughs> just... federal laws that kind of govern the use of lab animal, like the humane use of lab animals in science. Period. Yeah. So you and like you have to prove that like if you're going to use a more complex animal, you, there needs to be a reason for it. Right. Like why couldn't you do this with a zebrafish? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have to start small and get. You have to prove that it's humane, and you that's how you get to more complex organisms. You don't just have this really beautiful, expensive, exotic baboon that you're like. It Where did he has get a, it? Has as a pet that you're literally cuddling in one scene. I, he has two of them. And then it's like it, it if it's not needed in a scene, it just take it heads out. It That's just takes I, care of itself. Yeah, like where is it? Like where's this fucking? It's like his pet. Like what is going on? This is an open concept warehouse apartment. <laughs> where is the baboon so in the other scenes? I don't know. I'm too confused by the fact that there's a baboon here, and we're at like minute twenty. Bro. Yeah, you're right. They do start with the baboon. They fucking They're start like, with right, the baboon. The stocking's boring. Yeah, stocking's boring, and it's not getting traction let's you know what here we go let's just throw my pet baboon in there stupid stupid uh it doesn't go well Mm-mm. uh it turns inside out <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> and it's still inside out and like writhing and like sad. shrieking. i didn't like it in the other pot of course it's sad I it's so like sad it. and gina davis is still here for it i'm confused she's like cool so, she's like zooming in on it with her camcorder they belong together my god yeah Anyway, n- then they try it with a steak yeah. the next day, I guess, because the baboon doesn't work. So they're like, all right, let's take a step back. He's like, oh, let me transport this steak. And then he feeds it to Gina Davis. And she's like, it's weird. Gross. It, it tastes like a steak, but it tastes like more bland or something like that. Like the idea of it's synthetic. Yeah. She's like a synthetic steak. And he's like, oh, like and then that clues him into like this very general thought that like when the computer re 
distributes the <laughs> atoms in a structure. It like does it based mm-hmm. on like what it thinks an organic stru- like an organic system would be or should be and it's incorrect and he's like oh that makes sense a lot of assumptions i'm like this is why you test fucking (laughs) teleportation on organic material that is dead (laughs) not live organic material first not your personal baboon before you even do like a mouse let alone a fucking primate no bullshit i can't it's bullshit and he takes it really well. Like, they're eating breakfast the next day. I'm like, I would still be puking from the inside out baboon. But I'm, okay. I'm upset. I don't like I'm a, it. I'm upset. I'm not <laughs> spending the night here. I swear. I think they have sex after that. I swear to God, I think they do. Yeah, they probably do. She's like, I could just eat you up and is like making out with him. And I'm like, I don't get it. But okay, I felt that's fine. like she it came out of nowhere. Like there, I definitely it, it legitimately came out of nowhere. Like even he, I kind of felt like thought it came out of nowhere because he literally pauses yeah. and he goes, are we having a romance? Yeah. And it's like, that's an interesting way to, are we going to fuck? Like, (laughs) and she's like, yes. She's like, yeah. (laughs) Yes, queen. I see no red flags here. Yeah. I'm into you. Yeah. Well, anyway, they managed to successfully teleport the meat, I guess. And I, I think that, is that what they celebrate? Yeah. He, he just casually reprograms. He goes, oh, Oh, that's right. Oh, the computer thinks this is how a steak should taste instead of what it is. <laughs> like, let me just fix that bug real quick. And then he like fixes yeah, the yeah. bug. Click, clack, click, clack. Back noises. Fixed it. Fixed. Beep, bop, beep, boop, bop. All right. Now we're ready for take two. We've baboon learned nothing and we're two. just speeding ahead. Because <laughs> the baboon has a brother. How fucking sad is that? It's so fucking sad. Sad. So he's like the... Inside Out Baboon is still warm. You know what I mean? Mm. And they're like, all right, we got it. I reprogrammed everything. Puts the baboon's brother in there, in the in the telepod. Beep, boop, pop. And <gasps> success. The baboon comes out, seems a little freaked, but just jumps into Jeff Goldblum's arms. Everything it's is so great. cute. I want, you know what? I don't like primates, but that's a cute baboon. And I want to pet it. So I really did want to pet the baboon. And Nick didn't understand why I was terrified of the fact that there was a loose baboon on set. Oh, my God. That freaked me out. Absolutely not. No. Primate horror is real. Google baboon teeth. Just that's all you got to do. Yeah. Just look up their teeth. Their teeth are like as big as their head. Holy (laughs) shit. It's so scary. They can and will horrifically, gorifically kill you. And it's just like holding on to Jeff Goldblum. Like, hey, it was the 80s. It's so cute. Never now. It, it's really cute. It's really fluffy. It's like brushed out. Yeah. It's got a cute blowout. <laughs> it's like a little pet. It's really cute. Yeah. Makes you feel bad about the other one. Yeah. Which is not cute. Mm-mm. Anyway, uh, Ronnie is like, ooh, me and you were having a little romance. But then she sees that he's been contacted by Particle Magazine. Yeah. Or something like that. She finds like this weird like package and it, she opens it and it's like this mock-up of a cover of him with his teleportation yeah. on the f- cover of Particle Magazine. And there's like Correct. a like Stathis whatever signed at the bottom. <laughs> Stathis Boran. Yeah. Is his name. <laughs> yes. They're like, what is the evilest name? that we can give this guy. <laughs> You're right, I guess. It's a really evil name. <laughs> it's pretty sinister. Yeah. And so, yeah, so instead of celebrating, they're literally like mid-cheers with champagne and like yeah. they just shot a bamboo, a, a, a bamboon. That's a what bamboo. Nick called it, a bamboon the whole time and now we're calling it bamboons, unironically. 
So anyway, she shoots the bamboo across the room <laughs> and she's like, enough. I have to go talk to my ex like right now and gives him like no explanation. Of course not. Yeah. Girl, she's like, I'm right? just going to peace out real quick. <laughs> real fast. Yeah. Hold that thought. Proud of you. I just need to go confront my ex real quick. Yeah. So obviously, um, because men are simple the way they are. <laughs> No, just Seth. Just Seth. Seth in this moment, Jeff Goldblum, like takes it like no one can communicate well. It's the 80s. So he's get starts getting hammered on the champagne. He's a light drunk. Can I just say I felt like this part was like really forced because the whole time I liked it. <laughs> this whole time, Seth is like this, like really quirky, really dorky, like very like shy like scientist mm-hmm. he doesn't really understand women like she comes on to him he's like are we having a romance like it's just like very like mm-hmm. oh like cutesy you know and then all of a sudden she says mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna leave for a couple hours she leaves and then he makes this like profound assessment of why she's leaving he's like <laughs> he sees the particle magazine he sees status he's like that must be her ex she must be going to talk to him she must be cheating on me and it's like bro you're like the least observant person up to this point and yet you've figured That's this what out I'm saying he's brilliant but also an idiot like, he's so dumb. But, like, it just doesn't fit with his character for him to just suddenly completely, like, realize that she's, like, going to see her ex right now. Like, it just didn't fit for me. And then I was like, okay, they needed a reason for that to happen. And just, like, I we was needed like, okay. this to ha- We needed this to happen. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Okay. We needed this to happen. Yeah. But I would have preferred it be something different. I agree. Yeah. And also, I, I hate every scene with Stathis. He's just gross. He's a fucking skis. Yeah, yeah, he's a skis. She goes over there and he's like essentially just like bullying her and like belittling her. And then it's like, all right, well, if you're not going to be with me, like, can we just like be like sex friends? That, and, like, that was just, funny. I, I like that. Yeah. He's horrible. Yeah. Like refuses to give her house key back. I'm like, you're the fucking worst. And Gina Davis the whole time is like, you're the fucking worst. Like you're, you're the devil. I loved her character in this moment. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, she is a badass bitch. She's sex positive. Yes. She's doing what she yes, wants. She and then she's like yelling at Stathis, her current boss, but ex-boyfriend. <laughs> she's like, fuck you. Get out of my fucking apartment. Like, you know, she's yeah. really Get the fuck a out. bold female character at this point. And I was yes. here for it. Yeah, not playing his little flirtatious games. Yeah. She's like, ew, gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, meanwhile, <laughs> Seth is drunk off of two cups of champagne. <laughs> and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? And he's talking to the baboon. He's talking to the baboon. He goes, you know what I'm going to do, baboon? The baboon. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get in there, baboon, and I'm going to teleport myself. And then she's going to love me because I'm the baboon. Yeah. And so he gets in there naked, climbs in, drunk and naked into Telepod 1, but <gasps> something has come along for the ride. Yeah. What could it be? A fly. It's a fly, the fly. So a fly has snuck its way in because there's a lot of flies in this warehouse. It's not a great research lab, not very sterile. Yeah. And uh, something happens. He teleports to the other side, but he comes out and he's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Uh, but they're is no fly the smoke clears we're like oh is he inside out yeah but he's yeah he's not inside out exactly yeah he looks he's good. still shirtless and hot yes. and listening it's great yeah so we're happy for him mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. ronnie comes back over they like make up and then seth starts acting 
really weird. Yeah. He's like, obviously super excited. He's like, I filmed this for you. Like, look, like it all, it works. It's great. And she's all happy for him. Then he starts getting weird. She is, but she's also, she's also like confused because she comes home. He's like, just so you know, like I, while you were gone with your <laughs> yeah. boyfriend, like I teleported myself. And she was like, what? <laughs> she was like, you did it to yourself? And he's like, yeah, but I got on video. She's like, oh, sweet. But then she's like concerned. She's like, why would you do that to yourself? Hmm. Um, At midnight? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. No red flags no here. No red flags. It's fine. There's so many and it, they continue and she just like can't see them. I don't know. She doesn't want to see them. Yeah. Such as he, whenever he, it starts with him making a cappuccino. He's like hyped up. He's like on acting like he's on PCP. He's got this insane energy. He's like, doing gymnastic swings from the pipes in the warehouse. Perfectly, perfectly performed gymnastic swing. I'm like, were you a gymnast? I'm confused. She's just watching it too. She's like, that's neat. Doesn't say anything. She's just like, cool. This is going to make a great story. She's just like silently getting turned on by it. It's very weird. It's very weird scene. <laughs> she looks past as much. She's like, he's hot. He's my type. He has five sets of the same set of clothes, so he doesn't have to think about what he's going to wear. Like Einstein used to. You know, like the, that heart, the heart, the heartthrob, yeah. Albert Einstein. Uh-huh. I don't understand. Her type is different than my type, but that's okay. So, <laughs> so Jeff Goldblum starts like piling sugar in his cappuccino and like acting all like PCP'd out. He's like suddenly really strong. He's like wants to fuck constantly, like won't leave her alone. Yeah. And he, this is where the the meth of it all comes out. So th- at, from this point forward, me watching this, Kate watching this, I'm like, he is fully like a meth addict. Like he just looks and acts <laughs> yeah. like a meth addict, yeah. like full psychosis. He starts telling her, oh yeah, like the reason I'm like jacked and like sexy and like can have sex for 800 hours is because the, the telepods purified my body. What does that mean? What does it mean? What does that mean, though? Just she's like science for the sake of science. I'm like, okay, sure, sure. Purified. <laughs> what? He's like, it's like it's a filter. You go through a filter and you come out better on the other side. It's like, sure. Oh, <laughs> sure. I, I thought of another movie for your love child. What? Your set of movies. This is one I was thinking of, which is uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Just like nebulous, silly science. <laughs> no, specifically the teleportation of a bar of chocolate. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> it's, it's that. It's the scene. same science. I it's the same about science. It. Yes. Yeah. It's you go in this thing, the beam happens, you become a billion particles, and then you go over here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, just like Willy Wonka. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. But with consequences. <laughs> so we'll find out. Yeah. Well, stay tuned. He might be turning into a fly. So. <laughs> Ronnie's like, you're acting like a meth head. I'm kind of concerned about how you're acting. Because he, he starts physically looking bad. Like he, his skin looks like, again, like a meth addict. It's like all picked and like sores all over it. He's got like these weird, weird hairs coming out of his back. They're like she has to wires cut scissors. Yeah. Blech. They're like Gross. wire hairs. She's still into this guy. She cuts wire hairs out of his back. And he's like eating pixie sticks nonstop. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. love it. My kind of guy. Yeah. Because that's what flies do, guys. They eat sugar. That's, that's 
that's saying that's just nature for you. And if you didn't understand that, then you're dumb. Yeah. Okay. They Husbandry of flies. Sticks. They eat pixie it's sticks. Husband- we learned this in vet school. In vet school, we had fly class. Mm-hmm. Fly class. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ronnie's like, you're acting fucking weird. And Seth's like, you're acting weird. You know, he gets all aggro and like weird. And he's like, wants her to do it and like grabs her and like wants her to be purified like him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The cult of Brundlefly. It's so scary. And he like like, grabs her and like yanks her over and like almost like forcibly tries to put her in a telepod. And she's like, fuck you. I'm not doing it. And like shoves him off. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Still dating the guy, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. Because she, she's like, you're acting like sick. Like, the, like you're acting so different. You're acting like you're like deteriorating physically and mentally. Like something, something wrong different. is going on. Something's not mm-hmm. going good for you right now. Yeah, something's fucky in the state of Denmark. Yeah. So, so Seth like leaves. He's like, if you like, he like throws a tantrum and leaves essentially, and starts like bar hopping he looks horrible he he's not wearing a shirt of course yeah. he's just wearing like a duster yeah and going into the most podunk bar he can find uh-huh and he like gets into an arm wrestling competition with the locals yeah he's trying to find like a woman like his specific goal is to find a woman to put through the telepod or put someone through the telepod to see if it'll happen again yes. and also to yes. have someone else that can like fuck as long as him so he like goes to this bar. Is that what it is? I think so. Cause they have this fight right around the time where he's After. like, yeah, where he's like, let's keep going. And she's like, we've been fucking for like two hours straight. And he's like, so yeah, he's I'm like, not into it. He's like, go through the fucking telepods and be purified. And like then me, we can keep and going. And then we can keep going. And she's like, no, like, I'm not doing that. I, I didn't quite understand that. Cause like, I don't know. Listen, I'm not like a fly expert. But I don't think that they're, like, constantly reproducing. <laughs> Do flies fuck for two hours? Yeah, I don't know that that's... We pick and choose. It's okay, though. We pick and choose We pick we and want. choose. We pick and choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he's looking worse. He's acting worse. He finds a girl at the bar, tries to hit on her, gets into an arm wrestling competition, with the prize being... Her. Yeah. He gets to take her home. He goes, he goes, I'm gonna wrestle this guy. If I win, you get to come home with me, okay? And it's the 80s, so she's like... Okay. <laughs> no, well, well, for, it's weirder than that. She's like, do you think I'm a fucking prostitute? Like, do I look like a prostitute to you? But then I guess her guy is like, don't worry about it, baby. I'll beat this arm wrestling match and we'll worry about the details later. Yeah. And so he cheats, in my opinion. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum snaps his wrist off. Yeah. Like full on like compound fracture, like bone sticking out and is like, boom, I won. I'm taking your wife, girlfriend, whatever she is. And she's like, okay. Yeah, she doesn't. And goes with She him. doesn't say, yeah, I'm not honoring this. Why do you have to honor that? <laughs> Who made these rules? <laughs> no one made these rules. You don't, you don't have to go with the man that broke your boyfriend's wrist. You don't. It's okay. You don't <laughs> you have really to. Don't. And she's like, let's go to another bar first. The night is young. I'm like, oh, so you're just she's wild here for and crazy. It. She's got here it. for it. She likes it. You know yeah. what I mean? She's got your hair, by mm-hmm. the way. She has like this blonde, like curly 80s hair, same length as Kate's right now. So just picture Kate. I'm growing it out. Don't. (laughs) I don't want to have her hair. It does not look good in this movie. (laughs) It doesn't look bad. It's like 80s. It's like curly blonde 80s hair. I think that I'm getting negged right now, actually, you guys. Are you guys hearing this? (laughs) Just picture Kate. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's me. I was in this. You guys know 
how Kate looks. You know exactly what Kate looks like because this is... Yeah, they see me all the time on this podcast. (laughs) You're so insane. Picture your your idea of Kate. Also, you said that for Terrifier for the little girl clown, just so nobody knows what I look like. (laughs) You're you're confusing people. (laughs) I'm the Terrifier 2 clown child. I'm this like We forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Anyone blonde, she's like, they look just like Kate. All blondes look the same to me. I don't know what to tell you. I have (laughs) have white people blindness. Don't know what to say. (laughs) Don't know what to say about that. That's just how it is. (laughs) Dropping truth bombs over here. All right. Back to the fly of it all. Back to his new girlfriend. So he brings her her back. She's into the warehouse, too. She's like, cute. (laughs) Yeah. They have like a ton of sex. We get to see her boobs because it's the 80s and it's the horror movie. And Gina Davis oh, won't yes. do it. That's who, yeah. I was like, whose boobs did we see? Not, Gina Davis has the perfect L blanket going on the whole time. She does. She does. Yeah. Yeah. She keeps it. Yeah. So uh, anyway, now uh, Jeff Goldblum, Seth is like, perfect. Now that we've had sex, I'm going to shove you in, in the telepod. She's like, no. And I'm a Yeah. Oh, she's like, wait, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Gina Davis shows up, sees him shoving his, um, sexual his new sexual partner into the telepod yeah takes it very well in my opinion dude she fully walks in cool as a cucumber sees her quote-unquote boyfriend whatever sex partner yeah with another person who's in her underwear and he's fully trying to hurt this woman by putting her in a pod and she's just like it's fine and she does not see that as a red flag does not say anything else. I'm just very confused by their relationship. I'll just say that and I'll keep alluding to it. I don't understand. And you're not alone. I don't understand. I just have to assume that because we see him before he gets flied for such a brief amount of time. Yes. I have to it's assume too that brief. he really is like this. It's too brief. I, he, but also, I don't have time for that. I want to get show me the fly. You know what I mean? So I'm fine sure. with it. But we, I have to assume that there's like more that goes on in between like off screen where like they are developing this relationship. There's a single scene where he's like, they're like I at know. a flea market walking down the street and together. he gets her a necklace. And he like sees a heart necklace and he gets it for yeah. her and he puts it around her neck and she's like, oh, a heart. Like that's the only like the cutesy thing they do <laughs> the entire time at the beginning of their relationship. Everything else is like hardcore fucking. Sex. Yeah, sex and science and maybe I'll get you a trinket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is fine. Like it's fine. Do you do you if that's what you both want to do, you do you. But like don't pretend like you owe this man so much fucking loyalty. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. Okay. I'm just gonna say that. I think she sees him as um like she's she's concerned. Like this is clearly not normal for him. She clearly cares about him. And she's like You can care for someone, but when he's fully threatening you cheating on you threatening yep. other women yes time fully to go. turning into an insect maybe <laughs> we stop red flag maybe we walk away <laughs> i don't know maybe we cut our losses at know. this point yeah she doesn't she does not do that so seth gets grosser <laughs> jeff goldblum is getting really gross his skin is like it looks like an overcooked pizza. Oh, that's a good way um, to describe it. Yeah. I was going to say yeah, he yeah, looks yeah. like a inside out intestine. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And 
like his nails are coming off. Black Swan moment. Black Swan it's styles. Awful. Yeah. He's starting to lose like teeth. teeth. Yeah. Ugh. Full meth addict. He, uh, more hairs. He's getting like these little insect hairs coming out of his face. Yeah. It's bad. Mm. Um, so now he's, he starts referring to himself <laughs> as the Brundle fly. Yeah. He's like, oh, I understand. I understand what, what happened. happened. <laughs> they mixed our genes. They mixed, they squished them all together. And he like asks the computer if that's what happened. Yeah. And the computer's like, legitimately asked. You figured it out. <laughs> like, I think there was this idea that like around the like late 70s and 80s, like, I think people thought that technology involved like asking questions because yes. there was a lot of that in Alien as well. Like the master computer, like, yes. where are we? <laughs> that's not how technology works, you know? But it's it's a cute guess of where we were going. But it's... It's a really... All of this is a it's really a cute, cute guess. guess. And to be honest, I, it's like I'm looking at this telepod baboon turning out machine and I'm like, I'm, I'm here <laughs> for it. Kate does not like, give a fuck, guys. This is her shit. This is what she's here for. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. The Venn diagram. <laughs> It's very one-sided. It's like almost almost the worse it is, the better it is. That's true. That's true. That's how your brain works. Yeah. The worse it is, the better it yeah. is. And I really so I every scene where he is interacting with that computer, I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. He's like, did Brundle absorb fly? <laughs> no, the best, the best was the gift that I sent you right before this episode, Kate, where like the computer is showing <laughs> small images of just like random things, and then it's slowly zooming out. And then all of a sudden. We're zoomed out Enhance. onto like a fly. Enhance. 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 <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's just a fly image. Dun dun. Just like a fly. It's just like a picture of a like fly. Like just a house fly. But it's just a house fly. The computer's like, here you go. Perfect. <laughs> Kate's like, the computer's yes. like, why didn't you ask sooner? <laughs> yes. Here is the fly. Is this a problem? It is now in your. <laughs> oh, you... I get why you're confused. I mixed the fly in your DNA. <laughs> Should have said that earlier. So you didn't stupid. ask. <laughs> I like it so uh, much. I love the pods. I love when the doors open and all that ridiculous mist comes out. I'm like, yes. Oh my God. And it's only going to get better, guys. It's getting, uh, we're really about to hit our stride. Yeah. We really hit our stride in the second and third act. Yeah. <laughs> Ariana hates it so much. <laughs> so now um, Brundle, Jeff Goldblum has kind of like ex very quickly and easily accepted. He's like, okay, so Seth Brundle doesn't exist anymore. And the fly doesn't exist anymore. We are the Brundle fly. We are Brundle and this fly. is cool. We are Brundle fly. And this is science. And that is great. And he's like kind of getting, getting hype about it. Because again, he's acting like he's on meth from this moment forward. Well, from the moment he starts putting sugar in his coffee is the meth. <laughs> and so he is demonstrating on camera. It's horrible. Because again, uh, this whole time, Gina Davis is still trying to convince her uh, evil boss, Stathis, uh, that this is like a, a, a real science thing and he should take it seriously. But now she's like, we need to help him. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And he's like, prove it. And she's like, no worries. No worries, bro. Here's a video of him demonstrating how he pukes enzymes onto, onto a pile of donuts and uh, slurps them up. He does use the word slurp. I hate it. I hate it. We are treated to the noises and to Stathis's reaction. We do not have to watch it happen. Not a that, fan. I'm grateful. Not a fan of this. <laughs> we see a lot of digestive enzymes come out of Jeff Goldblum. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, a lot of 
the alien milk. I, I would alien call it, milk. you know, how an alien. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In alien, there's always that like white fluid. It's like that. <laughs> it's only it's coming out of Jeff Goldblum's mouth. It's really gross. And he looks like shit. Oh. It's really gross. I like it. Ugh. So Seth is now fully like, Brendel Fly is like going crazy. He's like climbing the walls of his warehouse. It's a really cool effect. It is cool. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, And he's like full on Spider-Manning around. And Trina Davis keeps coming to visit him. I don't, I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> he, he, he is worse every time she goes over there. I don't get it. Every time. And I'm like, you need to either tell somebody in authority or you need to pretend you never met this man. Get, <laughs> get out. And leave. <laughs> get out. So he's he's like climbing the walls. He's still talking to her. And he's just like not. He's becoming progressive. He's deteriorating. He's not, He's like less and less human every time we see him. Yeah. Even like not just physically, but like the way he's acting, he's not sweet anymore. Like he really less was less empathy. sweet, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just acting like a psycho. So anyway, now he's fully on board of, okay, the project isn't teleportation. The project is fusion. So he like reprograms the computer and he's got this new plan of like adding more of human DNA to pod one so that he can like absorb more of the human DNA and become less fly. Right. He adds a pod and he's like, oh, well, I I think it's the prototype. It's the prototype pod. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just need a a, a second human that I'm going to be like absorb absorb so that I become less fly and I stop falling apart. Sure. Okay. Sure. Cool. Not not a nice thing to do. But the science checks out. You know what I mean? It checks out. So, Absolutely. Checks out. <laughs> As if shit couldn't get worse for Ronnie, for poor Gina Davis. Now she discovers, oops, she's pregnant. Oh, my God. And she's had a lot of sex with this guy. And some of that was after he came out of a pod. So mm-hmm. understandably, she I think we're all jumping to that conclusion, right? We're like, there's like a fly baby inside of you. <laughs> yeah, we're like, what's the baby? Is it a maggot? <laughs> Is it a maggot? <laughs> it's horrible. And she has this really great nightmare of giving birth to a huge, huge maggot. maggot. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's really, it's really, really good. Yeah. We really like it. And it's for me, it's like effectively terrifying because one, I'm afraid of pregnancy anyway. I don't, I don't want to have kids. The thought of having something inside me just freaks me Scary. out. It makes me like claustrophobic. Yeah. Happy for all the people who are having kids wouldn't be here if they didn't, but not for me. So (laughs) pregnancy horror is a real thing. It's a real trope in horror movies because 50% of the population are terrified of going through this. So yeah, we're all we're all very I have a pregnancy birth horror dream at least once a week. Oh, my God. All the time. And I yeah. Oh, got another love child, Rosemary's baby. Yep. I did have Rosemary's baby vibes <laughs> during this. Yeah. Especially at the end. For sure. Especially at the end. Yeah. Except for Rosemary, uh, it, the whole time is like, like loves her baby. And Ronnie is like, get this, get this potential maggot fetus the fuck out of my body, yeah. which I thought was very progressive for 1986. Like, I think that it, it aged well. Like, I think their it attitude did. towards Shockingly. This. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shockingly. Like, sh- like, because... You know, Stathis is like her only support at this point <laughs> because she can't go to the the creepy PCP man um, who's trying to shove women into machines. Yeah. And uh, 
she she goes to try to tell um Brundle fly, Brundle fly. <laughs> <laughs> who looks really bad like she comes in i don't know what you're expecting girl like she comes in and he's like, my teeth fell out and I put them in the medicine cabinet behind me along with my ear that fell off and this ear that fell off. Oh my God. When the ear falls off, I fully cracked up. Like it, his ear just like, it was good. Fell the fuck off. Can I just say, fell off. She, she hugs him in this scene. Oh, he, his skin is not normal anymore. He's oozing alien milk. His face is <laughs> abnormal. He looks like, part human part like almost like worm like it's hard to describe like what he looks like but she hugs him and i'm like what are you doing and he's oozing what are you doing <laughs> he must be like hung is that's all what I'm i was saying. saying i was like was the sex really this good bitch it must have been and i'm and i don't i don't know how because this man doesn't in the beginning doesn't look like he's ever had sex with anybody yeah. i'm like what what is the motivation here what is going on yeah i don't know the heart wants what the heart wants, Ariana. You're telling me you wouldn't hug me if I was like I would ab- and- I would disown you. <laughs> she would moonwalk out and delete the number. You're like, well, this has ma- reached its natural conclusion. I would take off our friendship gonna- bracelet, throw it at you, and run. <gasps> Don't! First of all, too it's a far. necklace, bitch. Too, too far. Too far. And I'm wearing it right now, and I hope you feel bad. <laughs> I hope you feel terrible and I wouldn't hug you either for the record. I wouldn't blame you. I wouldn't blame you. I would I would love you from afar. I would That's nice. visit I wouldn't. you. I wouldn't love you. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> uh, I know you. Well, at this point also he's like you need to leave or I'm going to hurt you. So he's laid it out as clearly as Bro, he can. What else do you need as a woman as an out? <sighs> what else do you need? He's like I am going to physically attack I'm you. I'm going to and she's physically like, harm you. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm like, okay. Also, during this scene, he has like the a cabinet s- of teeth. No, okay. He has like a pseudo villain monologue that goes nowhere. Yes, he does about how his brain is turning into like insect politics, which lack yes, empathy. I love it. And I'm like, so good. I'm very confused. They were like, he was like, have you heard of insect politics? And she's like, no. And he's like, that's because they don't exist. And I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, have you met a beehive? Have you met a complex? strong politics. (laughs) They have the strongest fucking politics. They're brutal politics. It's insane. I'm like, what are you trying? What point are you trying to make right now? I think that there is a point to be made and it's not by Jeff Goldblum. It's by the writing, which is that he is mentally rapidly deteriorating. I would have loved if they didn't give me this weird monologue. Like I wanted a monologue, oh my God, but I no. but this didn't go anywhere and it was I like very it. random and it made absolutely no sense. You're to just me. like watching Gina Davis like just quiet sobbing while she's like pregnant with his maggot baby and he's over there just rambling. Again, it really feels like drug induced psychosis rambling. I wanted it to be it's weirder. So scary. I wanted it to either be like full word salad or I wanted it to be super, super heavy into the metaphor. But it's it no. missed the mark for both. For you. Yeah. For me, just right. <laughs> Kate's like, don't I ask love it. questions. Shut the Shut fuck, fuck up. Okay. <laughs> He's being weird. <laughs> He's being weird. I like it. <laughs> then we have a little Phantom of the Opera moment um, where... She runs downstairs to Raul. I mean, to Stathis. She runs downstairs... <laughs> She runs. I, Ariana likes my phantom jokes. 
<laughs> she runs downstairs to Stathis, who's her only support, and is like, I couldn't tell him about the baby. I couldn't tell him. And uh, Stathis is like, okay, like, we'll see a doctor. She's like, no, we're going right the fuck now. And I love her because she's like, I want it out of my body. You don't need to fucking understand it. I want it out of my body. Yeah. And he's like, okay, geez, hysterical woman. Get yeah. in the car. She's very hysterical in this scene. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, get, I, I'm ready to flush the maggot out. Thank you so much. And we yeah. get the fan of the opera moment of like stage five, mm, the mm-hmm. fly, Jeff, what's it called? Brundlefly peering over the top of the warehouse. It's like, you pregnant? I really like it. <laughs> it's like, it's giving repo also a little it bit. It is. Repo's yeah, I got repo vibes. Yeah, it's, yeah. Repo vibes. He's like peering and he's like, baby. Very theatrical. Extremely theatrical. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then you think you know where this is going to go? No, you fucking don't. So she goes to the doc. She goes to the abortion doctor at like midnight and is like he's like she they convince him like that this this can't wait. And he's like, OK, I trust you. And like she's like getting ready for her maggot abortion. This movie is insane. You guys, this movie is nuts. <laughs> if if you're in a abortion clinic at midnight, take a step back. Ask yourself, <laughs> what kind of abortion clinic would be open at this hour? <laughs> I'm saying, you know, you do what you want. Get a safe abortion, though. Get a safer one. You know what? The thing is, though, it's 1986. She literally makes a comment. She's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, she literally I says do that. love how they treated this yes. idea. I agree. She was like, it's not your Very fucking decision. You can yeah. help me or you can hurt me. Yep. Up to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, queen. We love yeah. it. We love it. Love Gina Davis. Love Ronnie. Wish she made better decisions with her love life. But other than that. Right. Everyone's got their something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So she's getting ready. And if <laughs> this is the point where I I died, because we now get a green goblin moment of the fl- like Brundlefly like bursting through the glass of like wall of this clinic. It's like and like snatching her. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's great. This is the point of the movie. This exact moment is when Ronnie turns from a complex character that is a very smart female to just a complete damsel in distress 50s movie trope. She gets scooped up physically. I know. It's very Green Goblin. It's hilarious. She keeps grabbing on to him whenever he picks her up. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. She's done that a couple of times. like, Like, he literally just, like, Hits, he just like explodes into the room. She's like, ah! and then he like scoops her up and is carrying her. And she's like, oh, no, you're taking me away. And then he just like flies off with her. And I'm like, fly. I'm like, what? What the fuck just happened? He, he flew away with her. <laughs> what else do you need to know? <laughs> I'm confused why you're confused. It hurts, Kate. It hurts me. <laughs> it hurts me so much. I was I was like, yeah, like the, this whole time I, know you I was like, I was watching this like Kate is fully erect right now. Yeah, I'm fully I have a I'm fully engorged. She's engorged. This is my stuff. I'm this. This is not that's my shit going well. for That's me. my shit. No, I knew when I was having a great time. Also knowing how much you were not having. A great time. <laughs> I know because <laughs> I've gotten you to like a few 80s movies like 
Yeah. I've gotten I've gotten you with a couple of them. It needs to be just like so fucking chaotic and off the wall that I like have no way of connecting or analyzing. Like basically killer clowns. Like it needs to be like that amount of nuts. Sleepaway camp. Otherwise, I cannot get on board. This is that amount of nuts. I think that you just because no. in the beginning, we're trying to treat it like real science. You're like, then it has to be the whole time. Not just the science. I don't understand the characters. I don't understand. Okay, I feel fair. like there are, and we'll talk about this at the end after we talk about all your fun stuff. We'll listen to me ramble <laughs> and overanalyze yeah. this movie. But I just like couldn't connect to the storyline. I couldn't connect to the characters. It was just like everything that I like about horror movies yeah. and movies in general. It's not just in this like, one. Not in this one. <laughs> not here. <laughs> and I was expecting it to be a little bit better for that since it's had such a strong presence in pop it culture. It does, but for the reasons that you yep. don't like about horror. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Man, I, I, I am I am upset We it took us this long to cover this because I it, it's going exactly as I thought it would. Only this movie, I didn't know that this, this was going to happen in this movie. I really underestimated it, but I knew you'd hate it and I knew I'd love it. And I was <laughs> right. So, yeah. Back to the, 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 the fly layer. Um, <laughs> Ronnie. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Brundlefly is like, okay, the, here, here's the thing. The reason I snatched you is because I heard you were going to get rid of that seed, the demon seed I put inside you. <laughs> but he's like, that could be the last remaining bit of like true, what's his name? Seth, like, like, OG Seth, like pre-fly. That could be the last remaining not fucked DNA that I've got. Sure. Sure. That I had. That doesn't mean she needs to have the baby, though. Just saying. Correct. It's like a good point, but it's also like, eh, that doesn't mean I'm going to have your MAGA baby. Sorry. No. And this is something, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and get this out of the way because I think this really bothers Ariana. Um, <laughs> at this point, Brundlefly is not a good guy. Right. So he this he is very much a protagonist that turns into an antagonist. Right. And it's, to me, I'm like... I love it. Love it. But so I'm not upset when he's like, no, like I need your baby for science. I'm like, yeah, you would do that. You have your teeth in a medicine cabinet behind us and a pet baboon somewhere. Uh, wait, is it even is it even like, do I need I need your baby for science or is it like I'm dying? I want this to be my legacy. Both. It's that and he's trying to get her in the pod so that he can absorb her right. and their baby into him but at this point like during their conversation like his point is very much like this is my legacy i'm dying i want this baby no, to no, live. No, no, no. and then the it's, next scene and then mm -mm. the next scene he's like oh shit like you know what we're here already let's just like all fuse let's just all become oh yeah you're right you're right it, it <laughs> i think that was probably both of those were his intent because yeah. he he very smoothly transitions into I want to do this so that we can be the ultimate family. Bro, that just like was... Bro. <laughs> so random. Is that a good enough red flag, Ronnie? Oh my God. Uh, have you got it yet? He wants to fuse with you and the baby you don't want to have. Sorry, maggot fetus. <laughs> and, a, and a fetus that's the size of less than a poppy seed, by the way. Uh, not based on that scene where she gave birth to it, okay? That maggot <laughs> was like quite the catch. That was a dream. But that was a big one. Can we talk about how she found out she was pregnant a week or two prior to this? The baby is a mass of 10 cells at this point. Yeah. It is a blastocyst. <laughs> yeah. You want to fuse with a blastocyst? 
He's like that. My science brain says that that's going to make me more human. And that's good for Brundlefly. It makes no fucking sense. Brundlefly hungry. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so upset. It, it's not supposed to Kate, make sense. I know, but like, stuck. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. She, guys, Ariana is like writhing in her chair. Uh, she is so bothered by this. And I love that. That's uh, great. Yeah, it's bad science, Ariana. His science brain is melted. Do you know what happens next? <laughs> Do you remember what happens next? I'll tell you. Bro. All right. So Stathis comes in. He is the antagonist turned protagonist. Gotcha. You thought you knew this movie? Well, you don't. We're going to forgive his, you know, his misgivings, his his creepiness. I don't like it, but yeah. For okay. momentarily. Momentarily, he's going to be forgiven. So Stathis breaks in and he's got a shotgun, but he forgot one thing. Brundlefly shoots enzyme vomit out of his face. And he, it's like he loves to do it. He can't wait to do it. That's his superpower. So that's his superpower. So he, I guess, like gets Stathis, puke, vomits, enzymes all over his hand. It's great. And his foot and melts them to the bone. So he's got nubs. I think it's funny that we have like foot and vomit horror two two movies in a row. <gasps> this movie has a lot of different components in it. Yeah. We've 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 compared it to about 15 Every different single, movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, I did not see any of this shit coming. I thought this was going to be a PG type of movie. It's not. It's gory as fuck and it's about to get worse. So, Stathis's hand and foot are like melted. Brundlefly is about like he's like happy. He's like smiling. He's like full psychotic, having the best time melting this guy's appendages and he's like climbing up on top of him um, and is clearly about to like <laughs> enzyme bomb onto his face. It's a great moment. It's great. Oh, yeah. To the rescue. Ronnie says, no, don't. And saves his face. See, even you admit, even you admit the vibe is very like, ah, oh, hysterical woman. Ah. Oh. Damsel in distress. I, don't, I think I would be a hysterical woman. I think everyone's... Yeah, but your hysteria would rightly. be different from, like, victim hysteria. Your hysteria would be like... Yes. Ah. Like, her hysteria yeah. is like... Ah. I think she loves him, Ariana. I know that they really didn't show I'm much of that. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's supposed to love him, but, like... She's there. Like, I, I don't know. She likes him a little bit, despite his... Many, look. many... Many red flags. Despite the the vomit situation. It's gross. Anyway, she's like, don't, don't do it. And um, that that's whenever Brundlefly is like, all right, we're going to fuse each other together. Um, you, me, and the 10 cells in your um, uterus. And the blastocyst that has no consciousness. <laughs> cool. Just cells. Um, it might be, that also might be a maggot. So great yeah. plan. We love this plan. Ultimate Gonna family. Going to be the ultimate family. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this is the this is the best scene, and I and I'm I'm st I'm stopping myself from going into the practical effects of this scene because it's just bananas. It but is bananas. Listen, you have to admit this is a great fucking scene. Watching, wait, you know what was better than watching this what? scene was watching Will's face watch this scene. <gasps> Will actually, watch this. I actually got him to watch it because I was like, listen, like it's a horror movie, but it's like a goofy '80s jokey horror movie, and he was like, okay, joke. I was just like. Loki, like turning my eyes to like look at him without turning my head so that he didn't know I was look, like watching right, him, yeah, yeah. watching Side his face. Geek. He was just like horrified. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got him. 
Got him. It just took the next scene, which is quite a scene where, you know, Brundlefly is more fly than Brundle by the second. And she's having this like altercation, the struggle with him as he's trying to shove her in a telepod. And she rips off his jaw. Yeah. Rips off his like melty, gooey jaw, all while she's like sob screaming. It's incredible. Mandible just falls off on the ground, and now now we get the final transformation into level seven. Reminds of me the... of another Gina Davis moment from <laughs> Beetlejuice when her jaw falls off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, what doesn't this movie have? It has right. all of these movies neatly tucked inside of it. So many references. Fantastic. So now we're getting the full transformation into um. The the fly, the gigantic human sized fly, big ass, bigger than a human, um, big ass, ugly ass, terrifying fly that pops like pops like through his flesh, like his flesh starts falling off like this drying cocoon. Yeah, his face bursts open, opens up. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Oh, it's amazing because it's not just it's like they they managed to make it look. Like something big is coming out of something small. And that is really hard to do. Cause like mm, Jeff Goldblum's mm-hmm. head is like, you know, yay big. But the bug head, space bug, his head is like yeah. bigger. Yeah. So I was floored watching this scene. Full erection. Full erection. I can't help myself. It looks so good. So good. <laughs> anyway, we get a lot of scenes with a fly. It's fantastic. Go look it up. And, uh, Stathis, you know, Ronnie gets shoved into the telepod and Stathis is still conscious. Sorry, I'm going to keep interrupting your fangirl (laughs) to say that by shove into the telepod, the fly grabs her wrist and just kind of like generally motions, tosses, tosses the wrist in the general direction of the telepod. And she like dramatically like flings herself Ah, into the telepod. Oh, and then like recovers for 10 seconds. And then by the time she's recovered, the glass door is closed to the telepod. It's very like, it's very. What is your question? The question is. It's perfect. (laughs) When did she become a full trope? I just like can't get over it. I think, I think watching the one she loved um, become a fly probably wasn't good for I don't think she's thinking that straight, girlfriend. I just feel like I just feel like she's not herself any her she's not her character anymore. I can understand why you think that. It you, you need to rewatch it with the lens of like what I'm saying, Kate, because you're going to be oh, like what the fuck? Because it's no, like I hear you. It's over the top, it's hysterical. I feel like I'm watching a completely different movie from her perspective in the second half. It's really weird. But anyway, continue. I don't want to keep distracting mm-hmm. because I know you really like this part. So, I'm just like I can't get over it. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I think that honestly, she is there to scream in horror I hate while it. we get the star of the show is the transformation. I don't like it. She's not the main character in this movie. She's a main character, but she's not the main character. I think she's the main character. I I, I think that Seth Brundlefly is the main character. I don't think so. I think he's okay. he's everything that's happening around her. We're going to fight right now. <laughs> I think he's everything that's happening around her because I think this is about like relationships and how relationships evolve when one of the people in the relationships undergoes significant transformation. 
And I think it's about her and how she deals with it. And I think they didn't do a great job showing this part of her character. But anyway, continue. Sorry, I'll I'll save all this shit for the end. I'll stop talking about it. Yeah, sure. You've said that before. Can I get can I tell them what happened? Go ahead. Can I tell them? Thank you. (laughs) Ronnie's weeping hysterically in the telepod and it's fine. And uh, yeah, Stathis, her ex-boss, who's there, um, it hasn't passed out yet. Like he did, but he's coming too, despite being melted twice. And he is able to like stumpily shoot at the cables that attach to Ronnie's telepod while the, you know, brindle fly, the gigantic fly is crawling into the other telepod, which is hilarious. But the fusion moment activates as Ronnie's able to get out at the last minute, but the fly is halfway in, halfway out of the telepod when this happens. So he fuses with the pod. With like pieces (laughs) of the telepod. Yeah. (laughs) What? And at, at this point, we get the horrific scene of him like crawling up to Ronnie and, and Sathis. And I guess at the, it, it took this. It took going this far for Brundlefly to be like, you know, I may, I think I'm a menace to society. And so he like takes the shotgun and is like, all right, like kind of motions like, all right, you can you can shoot me now. I don't know if him at that point is like, I'm a menace to society or if it's like I'm physically in pain because I'm part telepod. <laughs> I want it to be the first. Because he's like, kill me. Yeah, he's like, this Yeah, sucks. he's had enough. Yeah, he's had enough. His lungs are microchips and he is not going to he's not doing well. So obviously, like Ronnie tearfully, like does not want to shoot the one she loves that has turned into a fly oh in the head. Oh, my God. She's killing me. Ariana, I would I would have a hard time shooting you in the head, even if you turned into a fly. I would struggle. I'm not a fly at this point, Kate. I am part fly, part telepod in pain, suffering. We are veterinarians. You would not have a problem. Okay. Okay, I don't do that at my practice. Thank you very much. You don't end suffering at your practice, Kate. Of course I do, but there I'm not going to shoot you in the head without some hesitation. If I'm suffering, I don't want you to hesitate. Fucking pull the trigger. I know. I know. You're, you wouldn't hesitate with me. I'd be Absolutely like, actually, not. I'm feeling... Boom, done. Especially if you were suffering to the point where you took the gun and put it to your head like, I'm fucking in pain. Do it. He's physically like, please... Help me. And she's like, it's a lot for one day. It's a 10 second long hysterical woman cry before she fucking pulls the trigger. It's annoying. It's annoying. You're annoying. That's my least favorite part of the entire movie right there. And then it ends. Her hesitation. And it's roll credits. And no one got to have a good time because Ariana wanted to make sure that you know (laughs) that she doesn't like the ending. I hate it all. Before I could even tell you what happens. Kate, we all know you're going to have a grand old time talking about the practical effects at this point. I know, I know. I'm going to have fun. I'm having fun. We're all going to have fun because I'm interested as well. I want to know all about it. How much milk did they use? (laughs) (laughs) So um, now's now's the time that I'm really going to talk about it. You guys ready? Are you ready? Because there's a lot. I'm super ready. All right. So the fucking makeup in this movie. It's this guy, Chris Wallace. Um, he's also, he's like the, he's, he designed the creature. And whenever I say the creature, there's like, I think it's seven different phases of fly wow. in the transformation. Yeah, like seven scenes where it like gets worse and worse. 
Well, no, I mean, starting from like, he has like hairs on his face. Yeah. The next time he's got like a full prosthetic face. Yeah. Then on to what we get at the end. Basically, he designed it by starting with Brendelfly <laughs> and working backwards, which oh, makes, that makes sense. sense. Cool. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, Because I wanted to know, I hadn't heard of Chris Wallace and I do a lot of special effects research. This guy, that's the same guy who did famously the Nazi face melting scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, cool. Like wax melting is his game. Yeah, like making faces of the actors and like blow torching it. Pretty fucking cool. Nice. Um, Anyway, like I mentioned earlier, this was in the 80s and a lot in the 80s transformation movies were big and there was a lot of similar systems that were being used and it wasn't really novel anymore. Like people knew how it worked. People were curious. So. The biggest system was like a bladder type system where you'd have like an over like an overlying skin and then like something that you can pump air, et cetera, into to like make make an expansion to make it look like something's getting bigger. Oh, cool. And so pretty. Yeah, it is cool. And so pretty early on, um, Wallace, the artist, was like he went up to Cronenberg, the director, and was like, OK, this is an old trick. This transformation movie is like a big opportunity. Just trust me, like, let's do something different. And Boy, did he. He really understood the assignment and used like a full fly metamorphosis, like fly meta, fly metamorphosis. The braboon, the, the, the baboon, <laughs> the brumboon. <laughs> I already forgot what you said, but it was great. The bamboon. Bamboon. <laughs> <laughs> the bamboon. So we're doing the metamorphosis and he used that to like guide like how we would make this happen. So the skin is like the wildest part of the transformation and it's essentially meant to like represent like this cocoon or this pupa that the bug is breaking out of. Um, and the effects themselves, like I mentioned, are pretty sim- simple, but there's a lot of them and it becomes extremely complex because there's a ton of fucking moving parts. So you have puppeteers, you have an actor for most of these that you're having to go from prosthetic makeup to f- full on gigantic ass puppet, but you have to make the puppet look and move like the character that the audience is familiar with. So I caught stuff that they did, which was like, they, um, they call it like the, the Jeff head tilt, like it's a little quirky little, he's like, cause he has like oh. these eccentric little, um, like idiosyncratic little movements, yeah. like these weird little things, idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. that Goldblum involves with the character. And they incorporate that into like the puppets, which is that's insane. cool. That's cool. It's really, really yeah, it's really, really cool. So I'll start from the beginning and we'll get complex. So stage one and stage two of the fly is just the the skin. Mostly it's like rash discolorations on his face. He's got these sores, um, the flies coming out of the fly hairs. Um, and then, you know, the one coming out of his back. This is when he's like picking up prostitutes and like snapping wrists. Perfect. So, and then it gets really bad. So this is where we have like stage three and stage four is like a full prosthetic face that's covering Goldblum's entire face. And then later his arms, his feet, his torso, all of it. And a full wig that has like balding patches. And then the the, the teeth, those like weird, creepy, crooked teeth. Oh. Oh, yeah. He did have like sharp teeth. Uh-huh. Like little tiny chiclet teeth. Because he Ew. makes a whole point of like, I'm a fly now. I don't need teeth. And they they come out later. They fall on out. It's <laughs> yeah. gross. It's horrible. Yeah. Awful. He like puts a pencil in his mouth and then just the teeth come out with it. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have stage five. And so stage five is like the full, like the body suit. Like he's wearing an actual suit. You have like these really big exaggerated deformities and like lumps. 
Um, and also contact lenses. So, mm. you know, his eyes go like black towards the end of the movie. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Cool. Yes. Um, and, and, and like he has like one eye is bigger than the other. Ooh, cool. And I thought that was just prosthetics to like make it look like one eye was bigger than the other, but they had Goldblum literally wear distorting contact lenses so that his eyes were black in different sizes. Wow. Just to like throw, like more like Uncanny Valley almost, just like, just to add to the creep factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's, he's supposed to look Mm, like a mutant. Cool. All right. This is, and that's like when his teeth are falling out and stuff. So then we have stage six. Um, this is the one they call the space bug. And this is a series of puppets. Um, oh so my gosh, cool. It goes from like, like there's like rod controlled puppets, like what you think like a joystick, like a typical little puppet. But then they have like full body, like an entire full body puppet, like with cables and many puppeteers moving them all at the same time. And then we go to stage seven and this is, they call, they call it the Brundle thing or the Brundle booth, um, which is... The whenever he's <laughs> the Brundle booth, yeah, it's whenever he's merged with the telepod. <laughs> That's the oh, final stage. Oh, 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 okay. And that one was the easiest for them because they had all these really intricate pieces, and they just had to like hot glue gun bunch of shit to it. And they're like, yeah, like a bunch of like God. pieces of ma- the machinery. Yeah, one of them. One guy was literally like, yeah, we had like a really good puppet head, and then like hot glue guns, and saran wrap, whatever we could find in crafts, like whatever. Oh my god, and um. So these final minutes of the movie took weeks to shoot. Weeks. Yeah. So it start, it start, that all starts with like Gina Davis ripping the jaw off. And so just to rip that jaw off, that scene alone, you have an animus, animatronic like head with like prosthetics on it. And she has to be acting the whole time. So she's sobbing hysterically, big acting while she's ripping this face off. And then they have to reset it. And she can't stop acting until they say cut. Yeah. So, and she has to do that over and over and over and over and over again. And there's a quote from her. She was in an interview for it that said that by the end of it, it was like three weeks of just crying and her eyes were just like swollen shut. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. See. Jeez. How do people uh, how do people do that? Insane. Uh, it's just acting. Yeah. And I, And you can see these scenes and it's just like she just turns it on, rips off the face and then turns it off, turns it on, rips off the face. Really fucking cool. Wow. And then you have the head split, which is my favorite bit. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is, that's the cool part. Yeah. That's yeah, that's the coolest, the major which is part. where you have yeah. And it's a it's a huge accomplishment because again, you have something small, Goldblum's head becoming something big that comes out that busts out of it. So the way they did it, it was this um effects artist whose name is Kelly Lip- Lipkowski, who was on this team. And she's been in a lot of good special effects teams. She was she did Gremlins, she did Arachnophobia, she did James and the Giant Peach. And so she invented this technique, which is essentially you have like these metal plates with really heavy springs inside them that would push the skin, the face skin off and then expand the head. So it looks like it's pushing out and not just like an outer body falling out of an inner body. Oh, my God. Really fucking brilliant. How weird would that be to just be like an inventor for like... That's what I want to do I know. with my life. I, know. I goofed. I went to vet school and nobody told me. I know. And I don't know if this job is a job anymore, to be honest, yeah. because of computers. <laughs> but I want to do it. I want to invent the space bug. That's so cool. That is so cool. And then you have like the puppets. And so the puppets are cool. One, because they're giant space bug puppets. Like that's just, you know, enough said. But they're difficult, like extremely difficult puppets because the space bug is like it's deformed and it's like asymmetric. So 
it's a bug. So all of its limbs are going in all these different directions. So you you have these puppeteers strapped into these apparatuses with like limbs going every each way. But then it's also tilted and like asymmetric. So it's very extravagant, very technically difficult. So there's someone in the suit or no? Did you say that? At some time. Okay. The final one, the final freestanding one is not. But, but okay. up until then, it's typically puppeteers inside or holding usually multiple. Like one is like move the primary motion and then you have like, you know, six people underneath them with like remotes, like moving the rest of it. Cool. And they have to move it all at the same time. Right. So yeah. like, like, for example, whenever they go into like the telepod and like that final scene, you have this big ass puppet and, you know, they can remove a panel from the back of the telepod to accommodate, but it's still like, what, like 15 people all crouched down trying to look at monitors to oh. see, like to make sure that they're in time with each other. Yeah. Um, and to do their performance and they have to do it over and over and over again. Very impressive. I really wow. like it. So the puppeteers had to spend days just practicing the movements before they even like went to set. Just oh practicing how is this going to work physically. Who gets these jobs? How do you... That's what I want to know. Apply for a job in like puppeteering... I don't know. Like practical effects in a movie setting. Someone That's crazy. tell me I want to build the bug. <laughs> I'm going to do the thing. I, we, could, we could do a fly remake, honestly. I think that we're due for one. Yeah. We could do it where she does the, the top One was in the mix, I think, last year or two years ago. But I don't Just think... Just don't CGI it. You'll ruin the point. You'll ruin everything. Yeah. Or do a little bit of CGI and a little bit of practical effects. You know, use your judgment. No, I, I just do want both. goo. I just want goo. Only goo. <laughs> <laughs> just goo. All right. I'm going to stop talking about puppets in just a minute. But I want to talk about the freestanding space bug. So... This is like, this is the one you see when you see him like fucking moving around. Cause it's really impressive. You see the, the full bug, humongous, like just walking around yeah, seemingly independently. And so the way they did that, that wasn't someone in a, in a costume, obviously. Um, that was a full on like puppeting rig. Like that, from above? No, from behind. So it's like, imagine oh. like a seesaw, imagine mm -hmm. like a seesaw. Okay. Um, and there's lots of fucking cables. And on one end of the seesaw, you have this big ass puppet. And on the other end, you have like the biggest puppeteer that they have <laughs> just strapped in for like counterbalance and motion. And, oh. and it moves that way. And you have like the primary puppeteer controlling the major forward movement. And then just like a team of other puppeteers like moving, like in sync, trying to get the hand moving and the eyes moving and this moving and that moving all at the same time. So. Eight to 12 people all smushed down trying to scurry underneath this space bug. And it's the fucking cool thing. They, th th If you think about it, like watching the movie, they have to take that puppet and they had to punch through a glass wall in the telepod with the puppet. Oh, really? That was real? That was real. So that's eight to 10 puppeteers being like, OK, let's punch this fucking wall. Oh, my and God. So they had to punch through it and like they punched it like three times and they couldn't get through. And then they had you can <gasps> like score glass. Yeah, I was going to say they should have just scored it. Well, they they thought they could. It was stronger than they thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So pretty impressive. And That's then like awesome. they had like the full Goldblum twitch so that they could act out the character. So it looked like Jeff Goldblum. Wow. And then also pyrotechnics, which was very, very, very impressive for the time. Yeah. Because it was like explosions and things with the pods malfunctioning. Shit, yeah. Shit loads of explosions. Yeah. The final shot actually like this, like essentially they had all these squibs, these, like explosive squibs 
that they had done like the safety thing, like, hey, this is how far it can shoot. And they had the protective lens on the camera just in case. And they had done a bunch of shots. And they're like, all right, we'll do one more just for safety, one last one. And uh, the director felt pretty confident. He's like, you know, like it hasn't, I'm just going to take the protective lens off and like change the angle. It'll be good. And what they didn't know is like the pyrotechnics guy took, okay, we'll do one more shot is take every last squib that you have. Oh my God. And, stu- and stuff it in the, in the telepod. So that it created quite the explosion. You had one piece of like phosphorus debris, just like slam into the lens and no. of course break it. <laughs> yeah. But no. that was the shot and they got the shot. So they're like, whatever. Yeah. They were like, well, we don't have a camera anymore. So that's well, the shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I have for the, um, that's fucking cool. The special effects. It's really, it's, it's cool shit. And there's like a little mini documentary on YouTube so you can like watch them doing it. Oh, it's really, really? Oh, I'll definitely yeah, watch really cool. that. That's so you should cool. watch it. It's cool. Oh my God. And other than that, I just have like a deleted scene and an alternate ending I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Talk about the deleted scene. Talk about like the alternative endings because I am also angry. Yeah. So the deleted (laughs) scene, you're not going to like either. Test test audiences didn't like it. (laughs) And they realized that and they're like, this is, this was a goof and they took it out. So there's this really infamous, I would say, like this really disturbing scene uh, that was in the original cut where super like i think it's like stage five mutated brundle oh wait this was a stage of mutation and prosthetics that didn't even make it in the movie this was in between four and five Mm, mm -hmm. so we never even saw this stage of mutation but essentially brundle creates a bamboon (laughs) i said it again oh my god i thought you were joking you're actually accidentally (laughs) saying it no 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 we've we said that like 800 times Mm. yesterday and now i can't say the word (laughs) bamboon This movie melted my mind, you guys. Just say it. People know. It's fine. It's fine. The bamboon. All right. The bamboo. So he mutates the bamboon with a cat. No. To create this. Oh, honey, it's going to get worse. No. I hate everything. So they create this monkey cat hybrid. No. And then. No. I don't like it. He beats it to death with a lead pipe. Why? (laughs) Exactly. So. That clearly tested poorly because like the whole no one's going to have sympathy for him. No one. Yeah. Like the whole point of it is they're like they're trying to keep the character empathetic as he's like deteriorating, like becoming something so different. And yeah, it's hard to give a shit about the final moments of the movie. After that, I'd be like, kill this motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, essentially people didn't have any concern for the tragic tale that they were following the entire movie. So they cut it. I feel like that kind of is how I felt about the baboon initially. I was like, oh, well, this guy's guy's a fucking idiot. And he pissed me off by Mm -hmm. turning a baboon inside out. Yeah, it was rude and bad. Rude. Yeah, that I didn't like. I didn't like that. That was rude. I didn't like that either. And to be honest, like I knew enough about this movie. Like I knew that at some point I was going to see someone turn a baboon inside out. Like that's how much I like hadn't (laughs) heard about this movie. Like I knew there was a scene like that and I had mentally prepared myself and I knew I wasn't going to like it. And I still didn't like it. I I, li- I thought it was, you know, I'm like, that's not good for the character, but that's a cool practical effect. It was, <laughs> so, it was cool. You know, it, it definitely was like, you know, you're watching like a horror movie. So like we need little shocking yeah. things to happen at the beginning. So like, sure. Okay. But also like, stop using baboons when you haven't done anything. Baboon and then steak. Smart. Baboon, then organic material that's not alive. 
I think it's important to recognize that this guy is like seen as a very um, brilliant man and he is really smart, but he has no supervision. Like he is on on a lab's payroll, but he essentially is like, yeah, they don't bother me. I don't bother them. They're going to make money off of what I make. So he has no supervision (laughs) at all with these decisions. That's just like, I don't know if it's because that's like, how things were at the beginning of iCook or if this is just because it's a movie and they're like, this is what we need. It's because it's a movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because if they had organized, if if society in general had decided to create iCook a year before this, obviously people gave a shit in the 80s about this stuff. They did. So I feel like it's just like movie magic. Mad scientists. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah, we'll talk about the alternative ending because that's Do you want me to say? I feel like you want to tell him. No, you should talk about it. She's too mad. Okay, so there was an alternative ending that they tested. Um, Hate it. Wait, did you see it? Did you look it up and watch it? Absolutely not. I would never. Oh my God, it's hilarious. You should totally watch it. Okay, well, apparently Ronnie... There's another puppet in it. Spoiler alert, there's a puppet. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, well, all I know is that she wakes up next to... It's like in the future and she wakes up next to her like sicko misogynistic creep boss who she's married to. Who doesn't have a a hand in a... (laughs) My God. Did we all forget that? He... No, no one forgot that. And she's pregnant with his child. Hate everything. Hate that Stathis is somehow the hero for no reason. What the fuck? And also, wait... Did you see what, I guess, did you see, like, what she's dreaming about? No, was she having another dream? No. Oh, my God. I can't wait to fucking tell you about this. So I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if this is part of that alternative ending or a different alternative ending. Probably because this one is she's waking up next to him. Right. So there is a dream sequence that is either, like, where she wakes up alone and is having this dream or she wakes up with Stathis and is having this dream. I'm not sure. But the dream is of a baby that is in a cocoon Ew. and it grows and grows and then comes out of the cocoon and is a butterfly and then flies into a light like an angel. And she's smiling uh-huh. as she's dreaming this. What the fuck were they And thinking? the puppet is the baby. The baby, there's like a baby newborn infant puppet that is a butterfly. No. no. Oh, so are they insinuating that like her, her maggot fetus like became an angel? So, I th- yes. So I think, no. So I think in okay. one of the endings, she's alone in the bed wh- and she's dreaming this dream. And the implication is that she kept the baby and that she's <gasps> optimistic about the baby. You realize she keeps the baby, right, Kate? The baby is kept because there is a fly two in which his offspring exists. We don't talk about the fly two. <laughs> I think I read I read the plot of the fly two. Seems interesting. I might watch it at some point. Oh, it's really. I actually watched parts of it. Received on YouTube. Of course you did. Of course. <laughs> the fact that it's on YouTube. So let's talk about the fact that. She keeps the fucking baby. But in this alternative ending, she's by herself, Mm. potentially dreaming about what her maggot baby slash half fly baby (laughs) will be. And she's dreaming that it's a butterfly for some reason, even though that's not a fucking fly. And not all insects are interchangeable. What is going on? (laughs) A bug's a bug, Ariana. What are you talking about? 
What is going on? Looks like a bug to me. You should watch it because it's ridiculous. It's like puppet no, baby. No, I won't because my, it'll ruin my cannons. Ruin it. Do it. Be I in. No, be in you. this boat with me. <laughs> no. Uh, Get on my I don't level. Want that. I'm having fun, and you're like you're not allowed to have fun because this is bad. Kate, <laughs> I'm upset. No, I'm not watching it. <laughs> okay, so I feel really bad because. When I watch this movie, I just watch it through my own lens. And I feel like after talking to you, I shouldn't have been so angry about this movie. <laughs> but it pissed me off. I'll, I'll fucking it, not yeah. lie to you because I can't. Valid, valid. You know my standards for certain movies have like yes. holes I need. Like I need boxes checked. And this movie was starting to do that. And then it friggin' didn't. And it pissed me off. And so... I'm going to talk to you guys about my feelings since I haven't talked in a while and Kate was talking. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, tell me. Tell me. Okay. So I was trying to get through the plot before know, you aired your grievances about the plot. I know. Well, this is the part where I'm going to like do a little bit more like digging into like the, um, I guess, like the meanings and blah, blah, blah of the movie mm-hmm. and like my feelings, I guess. So, so this movie, like I said before, is kind of like a metaphor and like a lot of people were initially seeing this movie as like a metaphor for AIDS because the movie was released at the height of the AIDS pandemic. And like there was implications with like him being very sexually promiscuous when he was changing and everyone was like, oh, like this is like a metaphor for AIDS, blah, blah, blah. And like the director and Gina Davis both were like, that's bullshit. That's not true. Like people need to stop saying that. This yeah. is more like they were like, that's horrible. This movie, if there is a meaning, if it's not just for fun, let's all just assume it's for fun. But like, if we need a meaning like I do. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. more about like an analysis of like what happens to our relationships when someone in the relationship's physical body changes significantly. Like a, if you ate like as we age and as we get like Aging, very physically yeah. sick, potentially. Yeah. And that that was intentional with from the like right. creative team is they wanted it and from the like artists right. the makeup artists is they wanted it like the teeth falling out the balding exactly yeah so I think it's more of like a metaphor for like you know like severe sickness that causes physical changes or aging and mm-hmm. it's about really like how far can love take you when you want to stick by your person okay sure yeah. And like people change and grow throughout their lives and their significant others have to change with them. And sometimes the kind of love you have has to change as well. And it's beautiful and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. Symbolizing. Okay. I don't know. It just, I mean, sure. Like we're just like creating a meaning. Okay. Sure. Okay. All right. So this is the part where everyone's going to get really mad at me. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, I just. What are you going to say? I mean, I've already kind of implied like I have problems with the characters and I know that's not the point of this movie I understand that I understand this movie is like very meant to be like a fun movie with you know that's very entertaining it's you know a cool concept it's got great practical effects but I would love it more if it also had character depth I just feel like I wanted the characters to I wanted the character arc to be more complex than it was so especially Mm -hmm. with ronnie i'm so glad that we did this movie after audition after our good for her poll because we Mm -hmm. indulged ourselves in 
you know, women empowerment because this movie yeah. like really got me good because at the beginning of this movie, I was so optimistic. I was going to love Ronnie's character because she was a badass fucking science reporter. She was very sex positive. She was yeah. savage to her ex-boyfriend, who's also her boss. And I was like, hell yeah, like this bitch has a great personality. It's fucking Gina yeah. Davis. I'm here for it. Let's go. You know, a lot of 80s movies have badass women like Alien came out in 79. I knew I knew you were going to. I think that you wanted her to be Ripley and she's not. It's Ripley. not that I wanted her to be Ripley. I wanted who she was at the beginning of the movie to follow through to the end of I the movie. I think she was. I don't think she did. I think that okay. all of a sudden they were very focused on like the special, like the practical effects and like the storyline. And I think that came at the expense of like the character development, which is fine. Like it's hard to do both. Like it's, I'll give, I'll give you that. It's hard to do both. It's uh -huh. just that it's a challenge, right? And that's where the deficit was for me. But I'll give you examples. So, okay. So, like I said before, you know, Ronnie goes from being like this high powered, like science reporter to like what I felt like was just like this overdramatic, hysterical female horror movie trope where she was just like fully hysterical constantly. Like, she not only doesn't leave Seth at any point, which pisses me off because she, quote, loves him, I just felt like he's threatening her, he's putting her in danger. And she slept with him like what? A couple weeks. Eight hundred times. <laughs> She's known him for like a few weeks. They fucked a few times. She fully catches him cheating with another girl. Like, I understand that they're trying to show that they were like very much in love and that's the motivation for her to stay with him. But for me, there weren't enough scenes at the beginning that showed like true love and chemistry. Because yes. like the vibe for me was like they have sex. They're in that initial stage where there's like not a lot of commitment, but they're having a great time. And that's fine. It's just that like if there's not that level of commitment, the end of the movie makes no sense to me. And I felt like the degree of her dedication at the end was very unrealistic and it took me out of the movie. Okay. This idea that she just like she's at an abortion clinic in the middle of the night. She gets just like scooped up like someone just like breaks through a glass wall he just like picks her up she's like ah and he like flies off with what her what is she supposed to do what is she supposed to do in that situation it's just it's not that it's not that she doesn't do it right it's just that like we've all seen this scene so many times like we've all seen this scene in like rosemary's baby and like basically any movie that's from that time period like breakfast at tiffany's like just Movies like that where there's just like a woman and she's in love and the guy just like picks her up and carries her away. Like, it's just it was just very you. weird I... for me. OK. And then, like I said before, when he's like forcing her into the pod, but he just like kind of grabs her wrist and just like throws her wrist in like the general direction of the pod. And she just like does this overdramatic like fall into the pod and like is like recovering for 10 seconds as the door closes. And she's then once the door closes, she's like, let me out. Like, I'm like, okay, all right. And then my most hated moment, which was the cherry on top, was when she couldn't shoot him in the head when he was physically in pain and asking her to shoot him in the head. He's like, please end my suffering. He's not a human anymore. He's part bug and part pod. And he's yeah. grabbing the freaking gun and putting it on his head like, help me. And she's just like, I can't. 
I can't do it. Like what? It's just horrible. And it just really got me. And I just felt like there was a part in the movie where just like everything that they had built for her just like completely they just gave up and just stopped with that for me completely. Mm. Okay. Okay. And I hate that the ending of this movie plays like Stathis is the hero, not Ronnie. Uh, I I don't know that he's the hero in this ending. I think that he is her only lifeline. But I guess I guess what I mean is the physical hero. Like no, no, when I we're watching you. like her f- being quote thrown into this pod and like, oh, let me out. That is directly immediately before Stathis dragging himself across the floor with one hand and one foot, grabbing a gun that he brought and shooting and saving her. And it's just mm-hmm. like a very direct comparison physically of like watching her like be just like so easily like physically dominated and he's like uh-huh. you know it just it just bugs me that like he's there at all honestly it bugs me that he's there at all like why does he need to even be there why couldn't she why couldn't the story be that like she does these things you know it just it bums me out i don't know it's just like why did stathis need to be the hero he was such a skis at the beginning we he all was. were they were all setting us up for like To hate him. Him to be a major skis. And then all of a sudden he's not. And it's like, okay. I don't think it's all of a sudden he's not at all. Like, at all. This is where I'm going to disagree. I I agree with you that Gina Davis's character is flawed. And uh, they're all flawed. They're all flawed. I like like that. I prefer that sometimes. To be... I don't need the woman to always, always, always be on her game. Having a shotgun. Blasting everyone in the face that's fine I kind of- no i agree completely i agree completely i don't need that either i just need it to be like consistent because i felt like gina davis is. at the beginning was a complex and you know very interesting character and the gina davis at the end was not it just wasn't consistent well yeah she's watching someone who she loves die slowly and horrifically and there's nothing she can do well it it. also it's a problem for me because i don't think she i don't think they did enough to show me that she loved him so for me i just felt like that part was lazy that i I, that that i get that i get so i don't know i just the consistency for me like if you're going to make her be this way at the end like make it a little bit less like she is, you know, this badass fucking character at the beginning because now I'm like She's waiting. badass the whole way. She's definitely She's not. badass the whole way. She is. Yes, she is. Kate, you need to rewatch it because you're going to see what I'm talking about. I've seen this movie. I understand what you're saying. Um, I saw it like from a lens of like, obviously, you know me, like I'm like, okay, I'm going to put myself in her shoes and I'm going to put my husband in the fly's shoes. <laughs> Kate, you would not do what she did. I would have a hard time blowing his head off. I would have a very hard time doing that's that. Fine. That's, 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 that's fine. Especially after the trauma of everything that she has been through in this movie. She's horrifically traumatized. I think she so, is too submissive at the end. I think that there is a... I think she could... He's extremely strong. But they don't show him doing anything strength-wise. Like, they don't show him being like... Yes, they do! No, I'm saying with her, Kate. So I'm saying, like, at the end, with the things that I'm referencing specifically, where he yeah, throws think, her into the pot... I think it, Yes. It's not like he's picking her up and throwing her. He's so strong. Like it's supposed to it's spo- you need to suspend your disbelief on that one. It's supposed to be he's a it's a puppet. <laughs> they're, they're acting. I can't. You can't. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's just not. So I saw that scene and I'm like, okay, he threw her in. You know what I mean? It's almost like a play to me. I'm like, all right, he shoved her and he tossed her, but she has to overact it because it's a puppet run by 15 people on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have strength. <laughs> so she has to fling herself. I understand that I'm being super nitpicky and annoying. And it's we're okay. talking about a puppet throwing a woman. I get it. I get it. It just like took yeah. me out of it because no, I wanted it valid. to be written differently so that I didn't have to see those parts. The Got parts it. where okay. she's like overacting, you know, I just felt like that part took me out of it. I get that. As some, I, I, I now know that she had to do that for three weeks straight yeah. <laughs> and it, and it, and like they had to do it based on how it didn't have to be that way. Yes, it did. The fly is the entire. That's why people come to this movie, Ariana. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying like they could have written it so that she. It had to be like that. Didn't have to be like, <sighs> like thrown it. Like, I guess just the whole way things went down at the end. I just felt like it could have been better. Like, I'll just broadly say that. I just feel like yeah, it could we'll have been. That. Yeah. Like the actions and what like step by step what happened. I feel like could have been better. Okay. Yeah. And here, yeah, I mean, again, it's not just her. It's not just like, oh, I want the female to be strong. Like, I have a problem with Seth's character as well. Like, I didn't feel yeah. like I didn't feel like the audience had enough time at the beginning of the movie or enough evidence that showed like Seth was like a, quote, good guy. So that when he came in, like this, quote, bad guy at the end, I didn't really notice or care. Like, I wasn't like, oh, he was so sweet and empathetic at the beginning. You didn't notice or care? No, because he was like he was like this dorky little science guy. Like he was just like this dorky, um, motion sick, like wearing the same suit every single day, doesn't know how to talk about anything other than his science. To literally going out to bars shirtless. I think I'm talking about more like morality. I'm not talking about a blanket change in his personality. The problem I have with it is this idea, which I know they were trying to do because I've watched like these, you know, interviews with the director and with mm -hmm. um, Jeff Goldblum, where they're trying to make this character go from some very nice guy who's like very empathetic yes. and very good yes. morally to like a guy who's very morally questionable. He's doing all these bad things. He's trying to turn people into, you know, mm -hmm. he's trying to merge with people. He has no morals or empathy anymore. And I just felt like they didn't hash out like his morality at the beginning. I agree with you. I think there's a huge change in his quote, like his overall personality. He goes from being like a shy, dorky scientist to being like a badass, scary villain. I get that. But I think that for me, the monologue where he's like, insect politics don't exist because they don't have they don't have empathy. And like, I'm losing my humanity. I'm losing my morality and my empathy. And it's like, I didn't feel like there was enough for me to care about that loss because I didn't see it at the beginning. OK, that's my that's only my point. No, it, it's a good point. It makes me mad that they talk about how insects don't have politics because they do. That also made me mad. <laughs> it also did come out in the 80s. They knew about insect freaking shit in the 80s. They knew that there was a queen bee. They knew. Yes. They knew all about that. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like, it's just like they wanted it. They wanted to satisfy people like me who are like watching things for like a deeper meaning. And they're like, here's a little bit of something, but it doesn't go anywhere. And it's not the right message. I think that's my problem. Okay. I don't know. No, I, I all that all valid points. 
I don't agree with any of them, but all valid points. <laughs> Kate's like, I don't agree. I do. I don't. I super don't agree. I, I I agree with. I wish I had more of them in the beginning. More of what? Oh, more of them and who they were and their love. More than just them having sex all the time. Like, like right. let's develop that relationship. Right. Yeah. Make me care. Yeah. Because then the ending may not have bothered you as much. Exactly. Because you could have seen it as. Exactly. She is grieving. Yeah. And like, I won't ruin like the original fly or anything like that. But I did read like what happens. Mm -hmm. Like I read like the plot of the original fly. They're married in the original. Like they're married. And for me, I felt like that would be a more believable situation where she's like fighting for this man she's known for decades and she's married to him. And she's like, what is happening to my husband? What is happening to this man I've known my whole life that I'm in love with? How can I help him? It's just like this sex friend that she met weeks ago that she had great sex with. No shade. You do you. But like, why do you (laughs) give a fuck? You know, it just doesn't seem believable. I don't know. (laughs) She's so mad. Her shoulders are up to her ears right now. This is just how my shoulders are, Kate. This is just how my shoulders are. (laughs) Okay. The last thing I'll say, and this is me being extremely nitpicky because I just can't even with this concept of like the epitome, the only interesting part about this movie, only interesting, is this concept of like him merging with a fly. You know, this is very like new. It's very like Twilight Zone. You know, it's Uh cool. It's like Black Mirror. You know, there's a fly in the machine and it goes wrong. Sure. Okay. This is me being extremely nitpicky and I understand I'm being an asshole. Do you know how many organisms are on your body oh, and I know. in your are body? Oh, I all the time. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. so many microbes living on you and in you. I was the same. Are you merging with their DNA too? I was like, do you not eat beforehand? Because you'll merge with yeah. like the anatomy in your stuff. But then I was like, that would be funny. Anyway, there's a fly in the pod. That's the like, difference between me and you. <laughs> but like, that's the thing, right? It's like, it's the premise of like, or the merging of like the genomes. It's like DNA. Yes. So like, if we're taking DNA... You have probably more bacterial DNA in your gut than you have mm-hmm. in your your human body. Like, in your actual yeah, yeah. cells. So like, are you becoming a bacteria? No. It's just it's just like the concept itself is like there are movies that do all these things well. And that's why I'm holding it to a really high standard, I think. And yeah. that's why I'm wanting it to be better, because I'm like, these are the deficits I'm seeing. You know, I understand that it's a fun movie and that it's meant to be fun and that this is all practical effects and that this movie is like started all these freaking tropes for, you know, all these other things. But it is also a remake. So did it really start those or is it remake? It's a, it's a very loose remake. Listen, it's super but loose. the concept, the concept, which is the cool part, is is in the original. The concept of him merging into a fly. I would say the concept is the cool part. The execution is the cool part. The coolest. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It's like. Let me watch a movie with cool practical effects, period. That's the extent of this movie mm-hmm. for me. It's like a fun movie, cool practical effects. I get to look at Gina Davis's face for an hour and a half. I'm here for it. Okay. Like, okay. it doesn't go any deeper. Like, am I ever going to try to watch this movie on my own? No. Am of I going to show this movie not. to anybody? No. Am I going to watch this movie drunk with Kate and barely pay attention sometimes? Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. That's going to happen. We're going <laughs> to argue. We're going to fight. There. It's going to yeah. take five hours because we're going to pause it and rewind it and pause it and rewind it. I'm going to be like, look, Kate, look how he look. doesn't 
even try to throw her and she falls dramatically. And I'm like, it's a puppet. It's a puppet. <laughs> of course it didn't yeet her across with the strength of Iron Man. Help. Like, it's a I need puppet. killing of a sacred deer. Help me. Girl, I can't. I can't wait. Ooh, that's going to be different. So yeah, thank you uh, for letting, indulging me, club members. Thank you for, I knew that I was going to get shit for this one, but I know other people like it too. I am not alone. Not just in the club, but This like, is a mom episode. This is, this is mom's episode. Yeah, this, this is the mommy episode. A hundred percent. I had a great time watching it. It was bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S the whole fucking time. <laughs> I was dying. I'm sorry. It's just like, I have to get an abortion, maggot birth dream, Green Goblin jumps through the window, Phantom of the Opera moment. Like, it's just so dramatic and over the top. And I'm here for it. It's like theater. It's fun. Yeah, it is. It is dramatic and over the top. And, you know, I love the 80s. I love looking at. No, you don't. No, I love the 80s as in like, I love the 80s as a concept. I don't like 80s horror movies. I think the 80s like interior decorating was fun to look at. And the 80s fashion and the 80s hair. I loved it. The hair. Yeah, yeah, my hair was fun. Mm-hmm. You like my hair? Yeah. Any other grievances that you need to air? No, that's um. Sorry, I talked everyone's ear off about you know overanalyzing a movie that does not need to be overanalyzed. But you know, I I think it was great, and I never would have thought of the things that you thought of. But I do mostly want to hear how you're going to rate this. <laughs> and you can't do negatives. I know. Well, I've gone back and forth a lot because, like I said, what this movie means to people and what this movie is. I think they did that extremely well. Like the practical effects is, you know, what this movie is known for. And I think that it's epic. Um, it just, for me, like they tried to do certain things and didn't follow through. There were like these messages that were like half-baked ideas. And that stuff okay. more than anything makes me mad because I want there to be, like if you're going to do killer clowns, do killer clowns. You know what I mean? Like do yeah. silly shit. Don't try to make it. You feel like it was half-baked. Yeah. Like, don't try to put in a monologue about things that are, like, irrelevant and don't make sense to me. Just don't do it, you know? And then I won't be mad about it. (laughs) Yeah. Don't cross her and she'll have to yell at you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. And on that note... On that note... What number are you assigning out of 10? Six out of 10 maggots. That's better than I thought it was going to get. Good for you. (laughs) <laughs> she's she's being nice, guys. She's being real sweet right now. No, that's I was expecting like two. Out of, as I was watching this, Ariana, I'm like she's she's gonna fucking. I don't think I would ever one. give anything less than a five unless I like physically hated it. I thought you physically hated this one. No, I just like I see the, I see the worth. I just it wasn't my cup of tea, but it's your cup of tea, so you know. To each their You're own. Being sweet, it's so cute. <laughs> no, it's to each their own. I get it. You know. It's not, okay. Yeah. All right. Not for me. Okay. Um, what do you got? This is a solid like eight out of 10 jaws being ripped off. Oh, I thought you were going to fucking. Oh, I go like 10 out of 10. Go all the way. No. And I, I've actually played my cards a little close to the chest. I agree a little bit with what you've said. Yeah. I think the practical effects are what makes this movie what yep. it is. I think that bo- I think that this is such a. Important, like landmark movie for body horror. Yeah. And and for like pushing what we can do in movies. Right. Um, I find it very ambitious. I think this is a really ambitious movie. Does it fall short in certain areas? Yes, it mm-hmm. does. In tiny areas. Like I yeah. want a little more at the beginning. Yeah. That, that, that's my biggest one. I wanted more at the beginning. I wanted more of 
them having a sweet connection, which I thought they could have done because they were literally dating and then married IRL. I know. But they just goofed it. It's the writing, man. It wasn't the direction because the scenes, they didn't give them enough time. That's the thing. They didn't give them enough romantic scenes. Yeah, it's the same. The director is also the writer. So there's that. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But I liked it. I thought it was super fun. My jaw was dropped the whole time. Nick and I were like laughing. <laughs> Love it. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. My job. I thought you were going to say eight out of 10 bamboons. <laughs> oh my God. Eight out of 10 bamboons. Eight out of 10 bamboons. Well, I can't say it on command. It has to come out on accident now. Eight out of 10 bamboons. Loved it. Loved the bamboons. <sighs> oh my God. All right. Well, where are we going to put this? I'm glad we somewhat agree. I feel like we somewhat agree. You know, we do. We do. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we're way off with each other. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that you like what you like and I like what I like. And that's the only yeah, difference. Yeah. 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 Oh, also, I think I thought you, you might like this. I when I was watching the movie and I was watching the end and she was being, quote unquote, hysterical and what have you. I was seeing someone almost like a partner of someone who is either going through like who, who's becoming like abusive or who is be, like going through active addiction. That's how I saw it. And so like, the, you you can't just like be like, all right, I'm done with you. Like, cause you have, uh, in theory, an established Well, that's love. the thing is you don't. Exactly, in this exactly, movie, exactly. That's the flaw. But my, I, I was able to just like be like, whoop, okay, they love each other. Got it. And I saw it that way. So I was able to empathize more with Gina Davis, but I get why you didn't. Yeah. You need it shown to you. You're, you're not going to give anyone credit that they didn't do themselves, <laughs> which is valid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm like filling in the gaps for him. I'm like, got it. Okay, cool. I just cool, need, cool. I just need there to be like very good reasons for characters to be doing things. Otherwise, I feel like it's a flaw. I don't know. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> Where's that gonna go on the scoreboard? All right, guys. While well, she's um deciding how mean she can be, we have 120 of these. So I'm gonna say, let's see, Killer Clowns is 61. Killer Clowns is X. Ex- is an excellent movie, and this is nowhere near Killer Clowns. I'm sorry. Oh, you think this is lower than Killer Clowns? Do so you think this is going to be Killer Clowns l- is like in my top five favorite horror movies of all I time? I know, but we have to think about it in regards to if we're putting this below Killer Clowns, we're putting in in the second half of our movies. Totally. Okay. Totally. Okay. Okay. Yes, I agree. Let's. See. That's all I know, though. <laughs> That's all I know. Uh, Fright Night. This is below Fright Night for me. This is below Nightmare on Elm Street. This is, I'm going to make people mad. This is above Halloween for me, but you know. I agree. Above Halloween for sure. I don't care if I make people mad. I don't fucking give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I know you don't. That's why you're here. Um, uh Why is Kevin in the Woods so low? Kevin in the Woods is a gem. I don't know. I don't know. I God, had to this like makes me compromise. So yeah, I know. <laughs> Guys, head on over to the nightlighthorrormovieclub.com backslash scoreboard to find our scoreboard and you too can get mad at where we put our get movies. very angry. I feel like this is in the 90s for me. I don't know. I feel like this is in the 90s. We have The Strangers, Sinister, Jawbreaker, Changeling. What if you get to place this one? You get to oh, slot this one and I slot Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, God. No, I, think that's fair. I don't want to give up Killing of a Sacred Deer. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it, but I have a feeling I'm really going to like it. So I don't want to give up that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. it. All right. Well, then I'll just let you put it where you want. <laughs> Maybe we should make it a buddy with Nightmare on Elm Street. It's below Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, though. we can put it below Nightmare and above the strangers. Why is the strangers? So the same skin. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
fair. Let's make it the new 90. That's good. New okay. 90, The Fly. And guys, I liked it. Just to be clear, don't at me. It's a good movie. Yeah. But uh, it sucks because it's like these movies that have such a presence in the horror community. And when you review them, you're like, ugh. Like, I liked it, though, guys. Don't worry. Mommy yeah. liked it. And we knew daddy wasn't going to like it. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. No, you don't have to apologize. No one expected that of you. Now, yeah. the real question, how are we going to feel about killing of a sacred deer? I don't know if I've shown my hand on that one yet. I don't think I have. You've seen it though, right? You've seen it? Yes, I have. Okay. Okay. I'm a big Barry Keoghan girl. I know you are. I know you are. I'm really stoked. Yeah. I feel like people have been recommending this for me, so I'm really excited. But it also hasn't officially won yet, but it's like really far ahead. So I'm assuming it will be. All right. Let's yeah. see how it goes. Uh, well, we'll see you guys next time. Until then, stay spoopy. Stay spoopy. Is hell, is hell. In the light of the day